shag it to do it. Let's do it once. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fucking hell, it smells. Yeah. Right, ready? Three, two, one. Welcome Deals to the 100th episode. episode. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yay. We finally Yay. made it. A hundred episodes, and we couldn't have done it without me. You. I was the main. I'm the main. Oh, I main have reason. been surplus to requirements <laughs> for the majority of the time. Yeah, because I was going to open it saying I couldn't. A sweet moment, I was saying I couldn't have done it without you, but I've proven that I actually can. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of a moot point. Yeah. I thought I wasn't plugged in for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do it? Yes. I really don't you, like the look do of this. The Prosecco. This I don't like the look of that at all. I am planning to get Captain um, Dyspraxic. On yeah. The scene. I'm planning to get munted again, even though it's still every time. I get drunk on the podcast. It never ends well. Red um, face, cut over people, not make. Yeah, much but sense. I mean, yeah, even the the. Right, well, let's let's the, celebrate this moment. You yeah. did, you've absolutely. There we go. Destroyed it. Right, get, I'll get the sound in for for for, for the ASMR. Oh, that's yeah. perfectly done! Wow, look at that! Not even any spillage. Not even any spillage. It would have been fun to do an F1 style podium yeah. kind of thing, but <laughs> so at the beginning of the podcast, yeah, I just ruin all the. <laughs> yeah, it's the best five second episode ever. <laughs> what, and it cuts out. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I mean, it's a good way to celebrate your hundred. Cheers. And your last one. Cheers. Cheers to to five more. <laughs> We're taking it. We're taking it. To more episodes. We're taking it step by step. We're really not yeah. sure. I only wanted to do a hundred, so anything else is a bonus. To be honest. With <laughs> um, but yeah, a hundred episodes. How, how are you feeling emotionally about that? Um, I feel like we've reached our summit. We've we've climbed our Everest. Yeah. Um, and it's you know when you get really depressed when you've achieved all your goals. Yeah. But that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel yeah. that there's a certain emptiness to. Um, well, I guess because it, it's it's coming in line. Part of me is like that's enough now. It's but it's <laughs> the problem is is that it's done a thousand subscribers as well as a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And a thousand subscribers was keeping us. We were a little bit more active and like yeah. we, there was a bit more sort of desire in our now episodes. Now we're at the bottom of two very steep. Hills. It's like Aubameyang when he signed his new contract, his bumper yeah. deal. Yeah, he I, immediately. I never like a football analogy, but fine. <laughs> but immediately yeah. his form d dipped off. Yeah, because it's just there's a comfort to it. Yeah. As soon as we reached a thousand subs, well, it, I think the summit's too high now. Yeah, because now we're looking at. Well, in reality, you're looking at 10k subs. Yeah, exactly. Now. So it's it's, and like, it's who re really. 200 like who gives a shit yeah 10k's gauche i'd say it's uncouth to have that many fans but 100 100 subs um and shouts out to the the boys gone wild fandom i mean it is a we've it's lost a, some it's, we've lost some characters along we the way have lost some should we do an in memoriam we should do an in memoriam <laughs> simon kg play some, play some music over it. simon kg simon kg um shout out to you. there's also a, a new 25 pound a month patron did you see that samuel samuel Welcome to he, the team, Samuel. Thank you. Uh, well, we've been looking for these big, big fish. We've come. Samuel, I don't know who this Samuel is. He hasn't messaged. He hasn't commented. He's well, like a. He's, he's like, like a, a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a normal person who doesn't necessarily have to comment on anything. He just likes it, appreciates it, and subscribes. Yeah. That's how I'd be a Patreon. Yeah. But we love the comments. We no, love. We, 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 we want we more. We want the we community want more, to grow. Yeah. Um, and more nutcases to come mm. through. We should have done like awards for the best comment and stuff. I'm coming up with all these ideas that we could have done for the episode now, but all we thought about was get balloons and maybe some party poppers, which we well, did. Well, there was a funny, there was a funny comment recently on the Patreon about, the one. about saying that our, our what that we it always looks like we borrowed someone else's clothes, no matter what they look like, no matter what they look like. Annoying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I don't know. 
Annoyingly, again, again, we've fallen into that. It's just really true. Oh, you got it. This is like party dress. Isn't yeah. it? It's party attire. Andrew uh, insisted on opening the, the champagne because of your, your days working at the assembly in Leamington, which is a kind of a weird period in your... Um, yeah, past. I used to work in, when I was doing my masters, I used to work in a nightclub, um, which I frequented. Mm. So it had its benefits. But then it got, it all got a bit odd. There was a manager there. Um, he did a lot of cocaine. And we used to stay at the end of the night and we'd chill together sure. um, at the end of the evening. And then the, then the club closed down and he ended up living in it. Um, and he said that it was because, and I'm, I'm being serious here, he yeah. said it was because there's a lot of copper within the assembly, which is the club, <laughs> and the Chinese were trying to steal it. <laughs> now, I obviously thought, right, okay, we're dealing with someone who's gone gone mad on drugs. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Um, but then he showed me, th- and everyone else was saying to, saying to me, because he was, I became his confidant somehow. He was like 33. Well, you're one of the only people he trusted because he couldn't, uh, because he, of the copper. Everyone, everyone could have been part, working and with he the Chinese. He co- knew that you weren't He knows I'm, I'm not going to be corrupted by copper. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And I, I like to live my life that way. Um, but every, yeah, everyone else was saying, Angie, you need, to, you need to get out of this because you know, you're getting in too deep. But then he showed me text messages show it, uh, saying from about China. the copper. From China. <laughs> it, just said, it just said China on the, on the concert. No, and they were also, there was like a caravan downstairs and mm. people were also trying to steal that. So he was living in the caravan. So it was purely out of paranoia? Well, the text messages suggest otherwise. I'm going to come over and steal your caravan. No, not from the enemies, from like upper management saying it. Saying, it- saying you know, that there's... I don't know. But then... But then... It got smashed up. No, no, that was before. <coughs> so the place got broken into just by hoodlums and it got smashed up. The big smash up? Yeah, that was like right after it closed. Oh, and okay, so t- the copper stuff was, happened. Yeah, yeah, he was then living in there to protect the copper way after. Okay, well, that makes a bit more sense then, seeing Maybe. as it was broke, people did break in and smash, smash but then it up. I brought it up to a few friends who were DJs and he said they were like, yeah, th- there's loads of... Josh loads of it was like, yeah, there is loads of copy in the assembly. But again, I couldn't trust. Josh is a hippie. Yeah, how much? Uh, uh, hippies famously have a bad gauge of a lot of copper. Copper. They yeah. don't know. They, they don't, don't know, know quantities. Of you things. know, if it was like a businessman saying a lot of copper, I'd then trust I'd be it. hell yeah. Yeah, if it's but one of these flimsy flimflam liberals saying no. a lot of copper, I'm like, you don't fucking know what a lot of copper is. But that he, yeah, he, um, there was a good, good month, I'd say, where he was like the old, the, the, the slightly strange older brother's friend or like the older friend in a group who had different privileges. It was like he was buying us alcohol yeah. because he could let us into this empty, massive club that we used to go to all the time. So we just used to have like small parties there and I could bring all my friends. Kind oh, of really? Thing. But then it, it became clear that it was just me, him and all my friends. So, I think so he was just like, he bring just your friends. I need to see someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it got progressively darker from there. I think in that world, you see a lot of those characters, especially in like kind of like shitty clubs in t- towns. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you, you see a lot of those sort of characters. Yeah, no, he, he was really like that. He was the kind of guy... He was the kind of manager where he was like, I went to the, I was coming up from the toilet and he was there with a mop. And I was like, oh, what's happened there, mate? And he went, oh, someone, someone's thrown up on the stairs. I went, oh, and then kept walking on. And he went, well, that's the thing about management, Drew. I was like, oh, we're coming back now. So he's giving you a fatherly. Yeah, he's like, never ask anyone, any of your employees to do anything that you wouldn't do yourself. And then continued to mop up the vomit. Okay, like, so it was oh, like, it was a, I a think power- that was a lesson. That was a lesson. That was a parable. That was a parable. 
Um, but yeah, in celebration of a uh, hundred episodes, um, it's hard to quantify what that means. I, it's impressive, I guess. To, yeah. It's just the problem is it's like pure content time. Yeah. The problem is no one commissioned us to do it, so it's not like getting renewed for a fourth season. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is uh, we, we can, could we can keep going. We can keep going. So like it, it's I, I I I'm sort of celebrating this <clears throat> as a landmark because everyone else seems to, but. But it's not. Empty. It's not like it's not. It's not in itself a mark of success. I think you're allowed a bit of just pat yourself on the back for the amount for of the time amount of time put in. Put in. Not, not necessarily quality. <laughs> no, just the time put in. Not necessarily. We haven't achieved <laughs> loads. <laughs> not a lot, yeah. but just for the time that's been yeah. put in and the quantity of hours every week. Yeah. Bar a few, like we're, we've had rest weeks only for what four, maybe. Been going hard. Four or five. Um, so that that I think it's more patting, your, patting yourself on the back for the effort. Do you have favourite episodes yeah. or eras? Well, everyone, I think everyone's favourite episode is the f- face punch. Yeah, that yeah, well that that uh, th- there there was there's little runs of form I feel. Yeah, um, mostly when something bad happens. Yeah, to there was there was the Jan there was the the kind of two golden ages I think was the there was the January one where we were most depressed. Right? Yeah, there was just really some bad, but it was kind of all we had. There was really early on during the start of lockdown. There wasn't much comedy in it. We were just both kind of talking quite yeah. emotionally about life. And then it, it was kind quite, of got, it was almost philosophical. And then it got really dark. Um, yeah. And then it got really funny again in January, where it was just like that was all we had. It was the only delirium. Sort of, it was because it's the weird thing where we're just living in this house and like it was. I don't quite know what we did, but because it was when you, it was the hardest lockdown, so it was like yeah, Monday. Yeah. Every day was Sunday, basically. Yeah. So it was just a. Those were some good ones, and then yeah, when yeah. it when it opened up in spring, you yeah, get punched yeah. in the face, that, called the police officer a cunt. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, well, that, yeah, as I say, when when things are going wrong for me, they seem to go yeah, right exactly. on exactly. Let's start with the first question sent in, who someone sweetly said. Um, and we apologise if we can't do all your questions. There's just too there was just too high demand of questions that came in, so we're only going to be able to do a selection of the very best ones. Um, very sweetly that was a joke there wasn't that many (laughs) (laughs) so our first question is from Madeline Madeline W peach emoji um does peach emoji always signify a a, no it's an apricot emoji actually peach emoji is a sexual it's a bum it's a bum um and would have someone who would do a peach emoji because i've seen them would that mean them saying i have a nice bottle i think it is yeah Yeah. i believe it is implying that i think cherries mean breasts Interesting. I'd yeah. always see that as the bum as well. <laughs> Start with Madeline W. Hiya. I hope this isn't too late to ask a question for your 100th episode. Well done. Um, I'm Maddie. I'm probably not your core demographic. I'm a 17-year-old girl. But anyway, I love your Sorry. podcast. Um, I'm having boy problems and I need some advice from some actual boys. Uh, this boy... I think likes me. He's given me all the signals that he likes me. And yet when I asked him if he likes me, he kind of buffered like when a TV kind of switches off and the Wi-Fi goes and kind of looked at me and was then like, oh, no, no, just friends. And then gave me all these reasons as to why he didn't want a girlfriend. However, when I look back on it in retrospect, I definitely think he was bluffing. However, we're now very firmly friend-zoned and I'm really not sure what to do. Please, please give me advice. Yeah. That's it. Have fun. Bye. Thanks very much, thanks, Madeline. Thanks, Maddie. F- first off, going to have to incur. We're going to have to correct a incorrect assertion in there. A couple of times, people. There's a lot. I've actually we've actually had quite a few women say, "Not your target demo." When you're 
You are our demo. You are our target demo. We didn't intend for you to no, be exactly. our target demo. No, exactly. This is meant to be a men's mental and physical health podcast, but it seems to mainly apply to young teenage girls. I think what's happened is that we don't give good enough advice to men. No. <laughs> so then women just go, he's a guy. <laughs> yes. Let's see what he has to yeah, say. Yeah, or about bad advice my... to men sounds like, uh, tr- it sound, maybe sounds trustworthy to women. Yeah. It's like, this this yeah. guy knows this what's guy, up. We're clearly not alphas. <laughs> yes. Um, well, there's a couple of agony aunt things like which are similar to that. So you're struggling to know if the the hard thing with this this question is there's a couple of variables um, at play, and you're you're 17, which means in the next six years you're gonna learn a lot of tough lessons. Your body's gonna change. <laughs> what is gonna change? There's gonna, gonna be, be bumps and lumps everywhere. Everywhere <laughs> you'll get some cysts around your face area. I presume that's what happens with women everywhere, as well yeah. as me. You'll get bubonic plague briefly. It happens. It happens. It's it happens. all a part of growing. <laughs> it's all the fog. But there is gonna. The the problem with this scenario is that. I don't quite know what signals he sent out that means that you think that he likes you. Um, and when you said that he was buffering, as in he could have been nervous when you uh, confronted saying that it was more. Or he could have been taken aback because it isn't the case. Yeah. I, I think w- the key is in the signals. I'd like, As you say, I'd like to hear more about what exact signals you were receiving or like what he was getting And I off. guess the worst case scenario is that you both like each other and if you um, decide to think he's not that into you and he is that's a tragedy and that does happen occasionally but from my experience with young people myself my friends nearly always just go off the motto he's just not that into you because and i think it's a key thing to learn is there's this constant trying to work out if they do or they don't you can you can know if they do and I think you can save yourself a lot and be far more appealing to that person if you assume yeah. pessimistically. People like a chase like hell. People like a chase. And I think it's just, it's a classic thing, especially when you're first getting these feelings where you build up an idea in your head, yeah. you chase something because you think it's worth fighting for, but and then you keep setting yourself up for hurt. You keep putting yourself in some positions where um, you're emotionally vulnerable and just keep going around. And if a boy knows he can do that to you if he knows that you're going to keep bouncing back even though you've given them signals that you're not that into them then he will carry on doing it and it will just be on his and it will make him slightly less interested as well 100 percent, and that's the problem so my advice which takes it's fine to fuck up and ignore this advice that you you almost definitely will because i would it's very hard to take you will when you're older look back and say for countless boys the best approach is if they're not really showing that they're into you, don't pursue it. And if you're, you know, you might even get somewhere casual with that person, but mm. if you've got in your head, there's going to be more, you're going to, and just a general thing for boys and girls. If, if you're flirting and you, and you think he might be into you, you, it's going to be clear is what I'd say. Yeah, I think it would be clear. And also, I I think it is important to take it at face value because it it helps practically to take it at face value what he said in terms of, no, this isn't a thing. I didn't, he was basically saying, I'm not into that. I'd want to be friends. So it it, it works for you practically to take that advice on board because then you can move on in your own mind 
And then also, if he is just bluffing, then if you move on in your own mind, he's going to start wanting you more. But, you know, I have friends in comedy who are 30 years old and still doing it. So it's not even like a young person thing. It's just a, oh, yeah. a life thing. Oh, that's it's, normality. So it does. it's just one of the hardest lessons you've got to learn, which is like the, the key to success is not playing hard to get as, mu as much as like, you know, not chasing someone too much. Yeah, yeah. And if they show you clear signifiers, just take the fucking hint. People are very bad at taking the hint because you believe what you want to believe, mm. but just be ultra realistic about it. Listen to your friends. And I would say my my practical advice would be take 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 a step back, try and see other people, then you see what he how he feels once he feels like the option is disappearing. Then yeah, it becomes yeah. clear. You just gotta keep on trying to make it on your terms. Stay on the market. Boom. Those are going to be fun throughout the show. It would have been nice to keep one for every piece of advice. One piece, yeah, exactly. But that's um, right, you ready for another question? Yeah, let's go for another question. Um, this one's from George Bachelor. He went to our school. Yes. Shouts out, George. Thank you very much. Congrats on the thousand subs, boys, on the hundredth episode, just in time. And, you know, I wanted to ask you a question on have you ever got involved in a workplace romance? Um, I had something happen recently. It fell apart a little bit. And since then, it's been awkward as hell as we still work together. And we probably will do for the next year or at least. So have either of you ever done the ugly with someone at work? My answer is yes. And I've, I've only worked remotely. Really? Yeah, I've fallen in love with three different women via Slack, our internal message. Oh yeah, you process. had a, like quite a bizarre dystopian futuristic <clears throat> yeah. sort of like love affair, sim love affair. Yeah, with three different yeah. three different ladies. Um, it was like almost like her. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of it because you don't you don't get to see them in the flesh. Um, you see them on Google Hangouts though occasionally. Okay, which is a sexy sexy enough. They've unfortunately all. The, uh, I've got over all of them now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There's there's been some tough few months in between. No, I remember. There's not that many people who work at your company, is there? Correct. No. So it is the the kind of old idiom. It's not that old an idiom. It's not really an idiom, but it's the idea that if someone couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's in your workplace, they do just become immediately more attractive. Just by well, there's more. I'm, I've got I've, I've got access to more individuals than most people because. Your access. Access. <laughs> I tried to change on the your, word. And your big database. <laughs> I tried. I have a lot of information on a lot of different women. Um, but I just imagine you on a big computer, one of those old school mouses, just scrolling down with your glasses at the end of the nose, just looking. Oh, yeah, she'll do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she lives in the lonely forest. <laughs> Need someone a bit closer with your blue light, glasses. blue light glasses. Don't want, don't want to have a long distance. <laughs> I've got oh. a lot of access. <laughs> oh, London. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, I kind of um, had a, a fell in love with my first manager. Um, oh, is the power dynamic? Was that a turn on for you? Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. We love powerful women at this pod. Uh, yes, it was. Not too powerful. Not too powerful. Keep like Angela Merkel. Not for me. Too no, powerful. We don't. But anything below Angela Merkel. Yes, yeah. please. And, Jacinda, and New Zealand Prime Minister. Yes, please. That's enough power for me. Okay, but still, German, still too much for me. German, German Chancellor. That's too much. I can't. I couldn't hack at. No, I, I think I my most power I can get is someone in the civil service. <laughs> I don't want like key decision makers. <laughs> um, so I fell in love with my first manager. We used to have something called feedback and development, which happened <laughs> an hour every week. Um, 
and I used to look forward to those hours mm. every week. I dreamt about those hours every week um, because one, it was your only face-to-face contact with another individual who worked at the company because you're working from home. Yeah. Um, but we got on like a house on fire. Um, and Did it have a sort of submarine mentality of like being in this kind of cl- enclosed environment? Yeah. It was like, it made emotions more intense. We also genuinely got on. I mean, okay. this is, she's the only one. The other two were completely fabricated. <laughs> okay. This is what, this is one we actually got on. I, I actually spoke to her. <laughs> um, but it got to the point where my mum was. Your mum? My mum was involved. This is, <laughs> it can't, because when, you, when you're working from home, your mum's in your workplace. <laughs> when I was living at home. Oh, okay. This yeah, is yeah. way back. So it was, I was having my F&D, as they call it. And mum was outside the door. There wasn't much going on as well at that time, was no, there? No, this was lockdown. Yeah. This is, no, this is, yeah, this is very, very. Very early on. Yeah. Uh, no, it was before lo- way way before lockdown. Yeah, yeah. This is like two 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 and a bit years ago. Anyway, yeah. so two and a bit years ago, and mum mum was standing outside the door listening to one of them because she does that. Um, yeah. Well, not frequently. I think she just heard me being very animated, and then I, it finished, and she just opened my door and went, "You are such a fucking flirt, aren't you?" And she said she was flirting back. So there's a thing. Okay, it's a thing. There was, and it got to the point where she um, very unprompted just said at one of our f and d's i uh, mentioned a boyfriend oh i can't crash it did that did it, how, how much did that hurt not at all because it's <laughs> only ever like a, i fancied her and i'd but never it's, met it's her a in work, the it's a workplace thing. it's a workplace you need, thing you need that flirting it's like when i was flying with sam um and things got a bit fr- <laughs> things got pretty tasty when you're slapping posters on there was a flyer and so i was like i don't i'm not that i'm gonna kind of uh, fake a crush because I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. just kind of like he's just. Go- I'm gonna fake pretending I'm sort of semi interested. Anyone that I'm you just get bored on. as fuck. <laughs> it's like okay. you choose your friends, you don't choose your family, nor do you choose your colleagues. No. Uh, therefore, with that lack of choice, any kind of shining light in there that isn't really a shining light, you perceive it to be a shining light, and yeah. therefore you flirt in order to maybe make the day go by. And it's just like. With, with such few options and just being so bored, it mm. seems it seems genuine in your mind. Have you ever masturbated over these women? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I mean in your head. That's completely. Absolutely not. <laughs> Categorically not. No, but like in your head. No. You you mean when you're you're when you're um you're scrolling through the archives of your brain and you've ru- you've ru- you've exhausted Eve Longoria at, uh, circa 2008 and you're mostly Eve Longoria <laughs> circa whenever the fuck and the what's way. her name from Hollyoaks has been Georgie Porter. just she's it- on TikTok now <laughs> does it still do it for you yeah she's married though that's a shame but yeah. surely like so none of the the kind of concept of like nope. uh, the hot fantasy of like you bump into each other in a pub no i'd feel absolutely disgusting if i did that really yep genuinely really, i think that- <laughs> I, I would never i would never wank over someone in my workplace it doesn't mean i'm fucking certain it doesn't that. mean like you you get their their avatar or their profile image up their yeah, avatar I've- <laughs> that i've made on sims <laughs> one called andrew one called x i would say uh, <laughs> Oh, they're kind of going to pull. That, yeah, that's what I'd do if I had workplace crushes over remote working. What I'd do is um, I'd make a Sims house with all three. Keep of them, it remote, and then, <laughs> and then I'd just I'd just have sex with them on Sims, mm. and then you'd get the because that out. really feels the urge, doesn't <laughs> it? That really satisfies. Just press everything. woohoo. No, I no I I think I th- have you ever wanked over someone that you beat in a workplace with? No, 
Well, the problem is, I was, I was working there briefly, but it, let's just say it was an aggressively unsexual um, atmosphere because I was trying to leave at every opportunity and I purposely yeah. didn't make friends because I felt so uncomfortable working there. And it just didn't, it, it, it yeah. felt like, it, it's very much like, I know I'm going to leave. Anything that I embarrass myself, I will see these people again at some point. But can you imagine wanking over one of them? No. Well, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. If, it, if it wasn't I my really, dad's cup. I really can't. And look, look. No, I, look, I, I could I'm easily not, wank I'm not over trying to come them. off. As I, some, I could easily. That's the thing. I easily I'm not, over them. I'm not trying to come off as some, as some sort of non-master. We all know I'm a freak. Yeah, we all, you like we all know. Yeah. But that is crossing the line, He man. says cunt in the bedroom. That's. <laughs> what else are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to say? On, no, I'm. Come here, you cunt. Come, no, I don't call the woman a cunt. Come on, then, you cunt. No, it's the actual vagina is the cunt, not the woman. You are grossly misinformed. That's how I use cunt in the bed. Come on, then, you cunt. Yeah, I can imagine he's lying down in the bed with a cigarette. Just Go on, then, you cunt. And your moustache. <laughs> Fucking hell. Go on, then, you cunt. No, I. I right. I. Um, <laughs> The Prosecco's going down. No, I don't think I'd be... You do. I don't... There and is what a, you do is wank over your colleagues. I do not <laughs> And I never kid. One, it's just about facing them at work. And two, it's... You've wanked over I, people at school, You can't see them like that. I've wanked over people at school. Well, I, went, I was in a relationship with one of them. No, you've wanked over um, people at school. What, people in our school? At some point, everyone has... Who have you went on? No, you do. Let's hear this now. You're a 13 year old boy. You masturbate over the idea of people sure. at school. That is, don't. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, go on. You've just had a couple of proseccos, <laughs> and now you're so, overshare. So no, but I'm saying that is the same. I yeah. I I think regularly people will masturbate. I think there's the a difference between viewing someone as a student, uh, who a fellow student, and like a fellow colleague. I view them as a student. You still do. I view, don't I you? View, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Isn't it? <laughs> There's something about. I feel like we've gone. We've not really gone. No, this into is the, answering his question. Yeah. He's, he's there. He's watching this right. George Bachelor's watching this right now with a pen and paper. Well, he's confused as to whether he can wank over or not. He's watching both sides. Like, God, oh, I don't know who's the yeah, fuck. That's true. Both, this is like Frost Nixon. But I think this it is. sounds like he's already fucked her. <laughs> yeah. My guy's done the dirty. Guy's done the dirty. If I know GB, he's definitely been of in the Of course he has. He's been of course he has. We went to school with this guy. And the school we went to was a school of shagging. Wasn't he pussy? <laughs> he was pussy slayer, wasn't he? He was pussy slayer. pussy slayer. <laughs> pussy slayer. We were part of the same, you know, society. Um, I think, well, I like work romances. The thing if is, they were to happen, if I was to physicalize one of my fake work manifest. romances. Manifest. Whatever's the best word for having sex with a lady from work, I a virtual lady from work. I, I well, it depends how closely you're working with them. I think the best thing you've got to do is you go in there, you go in the office. If things have like gone badly and you've made it clear that you guys aren't going to be together for whatever reason, you go in there and you talk to her straight away. You've got to get that awkwardness out there. So you can get a nice working, even be friends with people that you had sex with. If you just go in and you don't make it awkward, you've got to be confident, go in, say whatever you're going to say, make a, make a few jokes. Don't just like awkwardly avoid her. If you go in and just keep a, some sort of working relationship going, then you can just almost forget about it. Well, I guess the problem is, is do you want it to carry on? If not, that's pretty fine. I think he was saying that it was kind of come to an end. It's come to an end. Um, if it's coming to an end because of work, I think that's, nah, if, you, if you're into her, you're into her. And vice, if she's into you, then she's into you, vice versa. But what is your advice? 
this scenario do you do you try and avoid getting in this situation nah. or do you just let live life live life live fucking yeah, life yeah, don't yeah. let work imagine like work getting in the way of, yeah. of a good even if it's just a fling a good banging flings are fun a good banging it could be <laughs> we the, all need a good it could banging be the every work, now and again we, we really do we, what we are is Here we're we a dirty Fuck pair of walking up. boots occasionally we need a good just banging just to get that excess oh, dirt off. horrible analogy yeah hate <laughs> we're it a... <laughs> hate it get the muck off your shoes kids <laughs> just bang 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 we're a, we're a pair of football boots caked in mud every now and again we need oh, a good we need someone to pick us up and just bang the shit you out you need of a good us. spring cleaning yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you do but it could either be I think the worst thing that can happen is if you have sex twice Okay. A one night stand, whatever you can get over, yada yada yada. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, but you've you seen sex naked. twice. You've seen them If you have sex, <laughs> if you have sex twice, then it's like you've had sex too many times for it to be just a one night thing. There might be, you know, something there, but then you haven't had it again. Then you, then you're in the awkward phase. Yeah. It can either. It's point. You should always definitely go for these things. Absolutely, because well, unless it, they, it has to be clear that they're into it because you don't want any kind of potential rejections going on when you work with That's them. true. But at the you same time... You don't want time, to be the lech at the Christmas after party. After work drinks. Yeah. Now, I've never been to after work drinks because Nor I work I. In, uh, with my flatmates at home. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's just drinks with friends. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Adam have gone to the pub, but I wouldn't call us colleagues. No, no. Um, but... That is a place, and I've heard about it, it's quite a mysticized uh, environment. Now, that, that's where things can happen. People get sloshed. People get effed. Effed in the B. What, fucked in the butt? <laughs> fucked in the butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? What's happening at afterwards? <laughs> you get fucked in the butt. I don't want to tell you some of the stories really, either. Neither of us really do traditional work, because I don't no. know. I didn't know that people were getting fucked in the butt. I, or like a Tuesday after work drinks. You, oh, the HR might fuck you in the butt. F in the B, not HR. <laughs> not HR. Those are a bunch of cronies. Really? They're not? Yeah, no, they're winning. Would you F because HR once, in the B? Yeah, no, I, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to F and HR in the B. However, <laughs> the problem is when, when you're having sex with an HR person, all they're thinking about is the amount of forms they're going to have to fill in afterwards. Yeah, exactly. That was a good joke. That was good. No, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I, I was enjoying it. Yeah, but you just kind of like nodded along. No, because I, I, the problem is I knew exactly what you were saying so, before, yeah. so I was waiting for you so to finish. Waiting for that. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, but no, go for it is always my advice because imagine this person could either be a great fling. If flings are great, or it could be the women you're going to marry. Probably isn't. It's probably not, but still could be. And imagine looking back and thinking, oh, work got in the George, way. George, you're young. You're good looking. You've got to be sowing those wild oats because... But if it is finished, just go up to her the next day at work. Don't don't like go up to her. Find an excuse to talk to her. Make it non-awkward. Crack some jokes. Be confident. Show her that you're not awkward awkward about it and that she won't be awkward about it. And then you can move on with your working relationship slash friendship. I think so, for sure. <clears throat> and also, <clears throat> I think something that's kind of essential to maintain is a, a bit of that sexual tension. Because you want... I certainly like just just to remind yourself you know that you're you're still a viable sexual yeah option. you work at home by yourself yeah continue. <laughs> you need to so you just look in the mirror no you need to, you need to make sure there's still a tiny bit of sexual tension with a couple of people it doesn't have to be fucking it doesn't have to be that even like out and out flirting there just needs to be and you've had sex with this there's gonna be this sexual tension for a long time you have to be married for 30 years and divorced with kids before that sexual tension disappear you've got that unlocked got so that enjoy unlocked. that for a bit yeah and then what i'd say i don't know what job you're doing george um i don't know what career you're doing but 
if you have ev- a synonym for job. It, for what? Job. <laughs> I don't know what word. I'm not sure doing. what industry. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what lad you're trying to climb. Um, but if you are trying not to stagnate and you're trying to think, right, you know what would be good for me is just to fuck my life and just say, let's move to a different place. If you know that you're going to leave a place, this place, let's say for example, this is just, maybe maybe you're not going to leave now, maybe you won't leave for a year. If you know in two months I'm leaving, then you go on a fucking spree, my guy. That's what you're doing. You got two months, hand in your your. Or make it under time pressure, handing you two weeks' notice, then it's free game. And you let them know, you know, the best. Are you talking about the women in the office? Or men. Or men. No, oh, shut up. Are you, talking <laughs> about, are you talking about people in the office? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just checking. Who do, or not just out and about. Yeah, because I was like, I, I think you're missing the question here. It's like the, some of the, the, the most successful one night stand I've ever had was in Dublin when I was leaving the next day. Yeah. Okay. Not that the is... one where you were living in Leamington Spa and she wanted to fist you. <laughs> All the other way around. <laughs> was that one that that whole the whole process lasts twenty minutes? Does that count as a one night stand? No, I think when <laughs> when, you, it, when, when it when it starts and finishes, when she you're leaves the room t- really quickly and you just come out shaking <laughs> after fifteen minutes. Like, she want to do some weird things, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. It was in my house. Yeah. It was a local. That's why you don't have sex with the locals. No, I'm not going to condone that message. <laughs> S- sound, sounds a bit dodgy. Um, <laughs> don't have sex with the locals. <laughs> that would be my advice for you know when you're at uni, you're in a student bubble, but yeah. there's locals. And what shouldn't you do? You shouldn't have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't do out of respect. Out of respect, even though we got terrified yeah, when yeah. she said fist me. She also said she uh, she asked me if I want to read her screenplay. <laughs> no thanks, babes. Which are two two quite hard things to do in the same. It's session. twenty minute period. Twenty minute. Period. We met. We met on the D floor. Of my living room. Yeah. Didn't know who she was. Five minutes. I'm in my room. I'm I'm I am on copious narcotics, luckily. So that means that it's the the least I've ever wanted to perform and the, the most I've been blessed by it. Um but it also told me told me So were you in your head were you going, please don't go to Russian, please don't go to Russian. So I don't just so you didn't have do you to know what it, or, do you know what it is? It's like I think there's sort of a kind of male attitude which is like when you're <clears throat> sort of offered sets from a reasonably attractive woman it's rude to it just feels like your the muscle memory is well of course i would that there's, no, there's why wouldn't i yeah yeah and i think i learned a valuable lesson that day yeah it's fine to say no if you're a man because it can and it is <laughs> which it essentially did because obviously the risks aren't as high so it's like i remember looking at you because i was djing and looking yeah. at the dance floor and yeah. then you just just honestly seeing you with like your tail between your legs just walk in and just start dancing like <laughs> I remember stopping. I was like, I get out to ask you what the fuck just happened. And your face is just white. <laughs> and was, she asked me to read a screenplay. And then, and then she said, fist me. Call, 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 me, call, me, call, da- me, daddy. call me daddy. Call her. Yeah. No. She, um, yeah, hit her. No, hit her. Hit her, yeah. And not slap, punch. Yeah, punch. Yeah. Close fist. Yeah. So I gave her the one, two. And then I left. I was like, this is not fun at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically what Horatia's saying is it could be worse, George. It could be worse. But thank you very much, George. Thank you for your continued... Oh, I just got sent a vo- voice message right this second. So well, let's go this. straight in. Let's Rose just sent me this. Okay. Rose clearly doesn't have any respect for deadlines, but we'll, listen. we'll hear you about it anyway. I might be too late. But she has... Pause it. She's got respect. She has <laughs> respect for deadlines. Rose, I'd take it back immediately. What do you guys think of the ick phenomena and should it interfere with relationships 
and if a girl has ever given you the ick, what was it? Great. Well, we were actually one of the pioneers of the ick phenomenon. We do. One of our most viral clips one has of been our most viral clips has been the excellent get getting the ick clip where because we were told by a friend mm. the most hilarious ick, mm. which was seeing a man chase after a ping pong ball. Ping pong ball, yeah. Which makes complete sense. And to be honest, there's been so much ick chat after that. Yeah. We were early. We were, we're early, early on the game. We were early. Now it depends what the ick is, Rose. Yeah. Um, if the ick is when he ties his shoelaces, he burps. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, yeah. run me through that. Right, so he ties the shoelaces because the motion of it, he's got gas. He's got IBS, he burps, okay? Well, is, there's other things into that. Yeah. Let's change what I No, just I like said. that one. Okay, I like yeah. that one. Is it just specifically when he goes like that? Because I think the, the reason finishes. The reason would be the ick is not him going, I can't, I'm sorry, sorry. It's the fact that he, it's completely normalized. Yeah, go, that's what's embarrassing, is yeah, the yeah. fact that he goes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> If that's the ick, <coughs> that, if, yeah, that if is that's awful. the ick, but everything else is the man, he's the man of your dreams, you love him, etc. But if he like, like what's, what are you going to say? I don't know what side you're coming on. Are you saying to carry on? Well, funny enough, Rachel, I haven't finished what I'm saying, <laughs> so that's the difficulty I have in assessing what I'm saying because yeah. it's not done yet. No. Um, if or if is so if his ick is something minor, like when he puts his glasses on, he burps. <laughs> Is that minor? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> that's pretty disgusting. That's a lot, actually. Because that's why I wanted to change it. Both so are disgusting. If, okay, if the ick is if he's chased after, once you saw him chase after a ping pong ball sure. and he didn't like it, that ick, and, but he's, he's great in everywhere else, you know, that's, that's one kind of ick. Or if the ick is that, you know, he likes children, that can then be a different, a different thing. Sexually. Sexually. He's not a paedophile. <laughs> if he's good with kids. <laughs> get him. Now, I think there's different ranges of icks that I've seen. Like, as minor as chasing after a ping pong ball, because that's almost an ick. I feel being a pedo, it, it stops being an ick. Exactly. We need to find, because <laughs> I, I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I haven't got the examples yet, yeah. which is what we need to build. So, the ick, you can have an ick, like, of, of chasing after a ping pong ball, right? Now, that is a, a many... It's kind of an unavoidable ick for people if you're going to play ping pong at any point. Like you're going to chasing I've a ping pong ball. Time. You've done it many times. Time. I've done it many yeah, times. Sure. I'm not embarrassed. And that's just the only way you can avoid that ick is if you don't play ping pong, right? Sure. Therefore, it's not like a major ick. Never. It's <laughs> never. And that's my one rule in relationships. I'm not going to play ping pong. But then, then I've I've seen icks that are just like you're you're just basically listing what like a t almost a toxic male person does, or you've got like serious problems with the relationship, and then yeah. people are defining them as icks. Yeah. And an ick needs to be nice and, and gentle rather than that. So it depends what the ick is. Is what I'm saying. I I would say my I I think going back to the first question we had and the kind of general I, I after li having a brief listen to some of these questions, I think it's gonna be some of the general advice we're gonna have. If a woman if you, if you're a woman and you fight, think that's giving me the ick, if you're telling my friends he does this thing and it gives me the ick, you probably don't like him. It's gonna be deeper than that. Yeah, you probably don't like it. It's, it's gonna because be deeper than that. Because the people that you genuinely like, you you kind of get over. You ignore these those. However, things. it's one of those things. The longer you are, it depends on the length of time you've been together. Because on a after like a three dates or something, someone could do something that's a bit like ugh. But then if you start to actually really like them, that can become a more endearing thing. But if you start to realize that you're not that into him, it becomes an infuriating thing. Yeah. So I think icks are kind of moderated by the the amount that you actually like the person. Yeah. So what's your advice then on, on the ick front? 
It depends how much you like him. It's, mm. If you can see, it, if it's really frustrating you, but it's really early in the relationship or uh, or dating or whatever, but there's like it's only that that's that's like frustrating frustrating you about him, then keep going, see what's happening. But if there's like you're not that into it, but this is something that's really annoying you, then I think it's a sign that you're not that into him. Yeah, I guess so. It can be a sign or it, or not. I think. What's giving you the ick then? <sighs> that's that was the question. Um. Oh, it's good. Well, I mean, I, all I can think of right now off the top of my head is just loud, loud eating, but that's a general ick. That's not like a relationship ick. Yeah. But then but I find, it would be, but, but what I find when I'm really into someone, I don't really care that much if they're eating loudly yeah. in my ear. And that is like huge because that boils yeah, my yeah, blood. Yeah. My best friends do it. I want to fucking stab them. Yeah. But if I'm really into a girl, she can do it. It's fine. I'll get over it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to think. I yeah. think it's nearly my always My has this click in her whenever she eats fajitas only fajitas for some reason and you're a fajita family it's my favourite meal <laughs> it's my favourite meal and for some god awful reason whenever we have it Although whenever she eats it it's she bites and then and I just like why mum even my own mother why wait, wait 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 I don't understand what happened there it's like her jaw there's something about her jaw that when she eats a fajita or I guess like a filled wrap we don't eat many filled wraps in our house we haven't previously but that implies <coughs> The there's implied there's something wrong with her fucking jaw, yeah. Yeah, but why wouldn't? Is it, what happens when she eats a carrot? Normality. I think so it's about what's the, about. Is it how the size big? Of, about, yeah. like, open your jaw. Mm. Really. So a burrito would be similar. <laughs> Do that again. Mm. Yeah, a but really wide, and you can feel there's a slight when it yeah. when it fully extends. So like a burrito the, would cause a similar issue. Yeah, the, the the problem isn't the inclusion of rice or not. No, I'm just checking what what's the variables <laughs> that spoke because you say only it for heaters. I know, so. and but that's the thing. I feel we don't. It could eat. be Old El Paso special spice mix. It could be. <laughs> it could be, which is even more infuriating because of how fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but that right, so that that's that's the issue. So your mum gives you my mum gives me. And that's the why it. you're no longer fucking. <laughs> exactly. But that's. Exactly. That's that's it. Well, that's the reason. Even my mum, who I love very dearly, yeah. gives that's an ick, right? She gives me that ick when that happens, which is fairly rarely, to be honest. Yeah. But I can move past that. But it's different in a loving relationship, I think. Where I think even if the if I really loved a girl when she had that clicking of a thing, the difference between love in a friendship or a family way versus an actual relationship way, you'll get over that ick. Mm. Yeah. Just trying to think. I'm trying to think what even icks I'd have. Um, I dancing if they're bad dancers. Yeah, you, you, you uh, I remember. I think we've actually had this conversation. If they're before. bad dancers, that's an ick. Yeah, that's a big ick. But I don't think that. I think that's more than an ick. Because dancing says a lot, man. Yeah, it says a lot. So it might be deeper than an ick. I think it's deeper than an ick. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to think on my ick and maybe come back to you. Um, right, should we go for one more? One more. Well, m- another one. Yeah, no, okay. Sorry. You confused me. All right. This is from Jim Reed. Hello, Horatio. Hello, Andrew. Hope you're both well. Um, I'm we after are. some advice. Basically, I've applied for a job at a TV production company and lied about experience that work experience that I didn't do. Um, I have since got off, been offered an interview and now I'm in the position where I don't really know what to do. Do I come clean or do I not mention it at all and hope they don't bring it up and then I haven't really lied or do I just keep on lying and dig myself a hole? Thanks, bye. 
Okay, what I'll say about this, Jim, is that keep lying and dig myself a hole. That is a mentality issue, all right? You keep lying. You do not bring this up. It happens all the time. It's an industry built on bullshit. You are you need to lie to get those little things. Fine. I don't know how big the work experience you lied about. This is the problem. What happens? It could if, be what happens if, if it's, he's what happens if he's applying for uh, to be a man on stilts and he can't use stilts. That might be an issue. You should come clean if you're going to be on stilts in any way. But a general a general thing about this the industry of <coughs> film show business in general is it is in itself a bullshit industry where you're all lying about work experience metaphorically anyway it's all about yeah i could do that fuck i, I can't do that and then you do it because you have to so i would say you double down don't say this mentality of dig myself a hole with more lies that's not going to get you anywhere lying is permitted it's fine you're in this space it's full of deviants and pedophiles and you you want a seat at that table of course you do want to be who wouldn't who wouldn't who wouldn't you know it's this culture that you're the culture baby you've got to have a seat at that pedo table and i get it the pedos run the world <laughs> exactly and the only way the way to get one of those precious seats is you have to lie your way to the top so don't say dig myself a hole with this line that is the wrong mentality you need to say i'm gonna bullshit my way because what how very, else does that work very camp <laughs> what you need to say what it's show business baby <laughs> this is the show business one. and the prosecco as well the yeah. show business prosecco um it's funny how I, I went more camp uh in response to that but um i think what's the other everybody's lying what's the other option uh, sorry, by the way, <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I lied about this one. I wasn't a runner on Wes Anderson's film. Who gives a shit? You'll be able you, to... you brought it up to them. A piece of advice that I think I saw on TV or even a friend. No less. No less. <laughs> on our television airwaves. Um, no one has a clue what they're doing in their jobs, really. No. Just once you, once you realise that, because even in my small experience in, in jobs... No one, especially when you're starting out, jobs are very specific. And the idea of experience and qualifications is basically irrelevant once you get to the job because you need to learn everything again and you can learn it all on the fucking job. Yeah. Most people are capable of doing most jobs with a certain amount of experience. <coughs> most people, don't have, when they start, don't have a fucking clue what the fuck they're doing. And loads of people still don't know what they're doing now. So don't worry about going into it without not thinking, well, I haven't got the right experience because the right experience doesn't exist. Especially when you're young. it's like If you're going to be good at the job, you will, yeah. full stop. Yeah, and I think in the interview, I know you're, tr you're thinking in your head now, you're freaking out about specific questions about the work experience. Lie, lie, lie. Just bullshit fully. Yeah. Don't be coy. Confidently do it. I, I, I assume the work experience you're lying about is probably being a runner on some sort of yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. You do a bit of research on it, they're not going to check on it because why the fuck would someone... I just don't... They don't care. They'll, never, if, they'll definitely won't check. And if they do, then fine. That's the risk you took. But as soon as you bring it up, if they've got... If it's a competitive role, why would they... Why just would give they it take a lie? Yeah. And also they'd know that, all right, you're not, you're not a bullshitter. This is not the right job for you. So yeah. my advice is lie, lie, lie. Keep going. Change your mentality. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> right. Uh, right, this this question's not a voice note, um, but it's, is it gay if you get a boner during a prostate check by a male doctor? Yes. A absolutely, yes. 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 Next question. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed that you, like, you've, you've got to put two and two together there. Yeah. If if a male doctor sticks his finger up your ass 
and your first thought is, oh, I'm sexually enjoying this because I'm a gay man. You're a gay boy. A gay you're, man. you're just, it's fully, it's double down. I'm 100% gay. This, this erogenous zone in the male bum is a lie. It's purely, it's gay. It's gay. To be honest, if you're, if you, if blood rushes to your penis, so it comes erect, that is the body's way of saying I'm gay. You've got to listen to your blood. Yeah. You've got to listen to your blood. You've got to listen to your body. Yeah. Uh, they're complex things. And your body's telling you you're gay. You're, you're a gay, gay. man. Adam. And you're there's nothing gay, wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, but you're a gay man. That's a gay, yeah. 100%. Um, all right. Here, here's another one from Sam Brown, patron. 13. Oh. So, Seventeen-year-old boy gone wild in year thirteen. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a party with one of my female friends. My God, there's always been that something with, but nothing ever happened. Then we were chatting all night, and she told my friend, who then told me that she had a thing for me, but that that had in a year been fucked over three times and didn't want to hurt me. The next night we got off, and I started messaging her the next day until she aired me. What's weird is she still replies on the group chat. I go to school with her. She's coming to one of my stand-up gigs this week. So do I address it since it's awkward now or just leave it until school's over? Also, quick side note, uh, what do you think of like CBD vapes? Like, have you tried them? And if you did, like, what do you like, what do you think of them and what liquids do you use? Uh, love the potty. See ya. Very sweet, Sam. Yeah, that was very sweet. Sam Brown, another 17-year-old boy. Uh, part of me was thinking, are they the 17-year-old girl and the 17-year-old boy? Is it the same story? If not, maybe the, both of their love troubles could be sorted if we could maybe link them up. This would be our first BGW wedding. <laughs> exactly. The BGW-themed wedding. <laughs> we could officiate. It has to be done in, in has this. has to be done here. <laughs> very limited scenes. <laughs> Poor catering options. But fun. In, in some horrible way. <laughs> Um, all right, that's what, an interesting one. That is, right. I thank you for your honesty. Thank you for vulnerability. I, I agree. I get. That. I, I like. I like that we get these these yeah. questions. It's, it's very it's nice. Very, it's, it's it's lovely. I think and the voice note. Thing, I guess it's the voice anonymi note anonymity. Yeah, and it's it's harder to do agony aunt stuff when you demand voice notes. Like yeah. obviously, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, a lot yeah. more of it and stuff. But there is an added extra thing for just hearing what people sound like yeah 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 true 100 percent. so break let's break down what what is what he was, said so can yeah can so what 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 he said is that he was at a party with a girl who he liked one of and his female friends female so friends. friends and then he heard from one of his friends that she liked him they got off that night he messaged her the next day go she aired him yeah and then she's responding to their group chats and not to him, <coughs> which is scary. a big fucking, that's a slap in the face. It's the rude. thing is, it, is, it is, absolutely is rude because it's, it's showing that she's active. I mean, the, the thing with airing nowadays is if someone's not replying to you for more than a day, you, what person doesn't have their phone on them? Do you know what I mean? So even no, though hard. she's replying on the group chat, I mean, if there, she hasn't been replying, she's yeah. not replying. Do you know what I mean? But if, if she knows you're on that chat, then it's a dead move to do. That's why the, the kind of the male excuses <laughs> have to be so extraordinary now when they yeah. have to explain why they didn't message for three days because there's yeah. no excuse. There's ever. nothing, yeah. So that's why I've seen a comedian recently do a bit about it. Uh, it's like literally they have to be like, oh, sorry, I was in, in the desert. Yeah, in yeah. Fucking Namibia. I was out in the forest in Canada. I was like, out um, experimenting on penguins. Yeah, it has to be just yeah. like my granddad died or something. You just have to yeah. really push it out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, the reoccurring theme of the advice in this episode is that's hurtful. No, that's not the recurring advice, but the real, sorry, the recurring advice is, um, is that's bleak. <laughs> is hell. he's, he's not that into you. She's not that into you. Take that. 
as an idiom, you know, just take the hint when it if if, if someone feels like they're pulling away, let them pull away. Don't chase after. Yeah, don't. Well, don't like. I mean, I something like you know the conversation about double messaging and whether that's a good thing or not and whatever. Never. Now, yeah, but that's also. I think that's also right. It depends in the situation of it of whether it's a double message or not. I don't. I really would double message in your scenario. Of course, I would because it would drive me crazy. But it's the wrong if thing it's that, to do. If it's the wrong thing to do at that stage of it. Basically, I I don't think. I think it's if you want to say something, you can. You know, you can just fucking double message. But with this, where it's a bit of a fragile situation, where it's all very early or just like there's only a small thing happens, fucking leave it. Fucking yeah. leave it because if it is gonna work out. If, it, if there's a chance of it working out, you messaging again and going, why are you not replying to me? Nothing. That's not going to help, man. It's going to, it's, it's only, it's going to make her realize that she's got the power. You, you, you got to hold, give. you got to hold on to the power. You got to play it cool and you got to be ready to, the, the kind of the best thing, the thing that I wish I knew is that you've got to be ready to lose Everything. everything. <laughs> you've got to be ready to lose. Because then you've you, got to be ready to move to Peru. You've got lose to be, all your possessions and say, "I don't give a fuck about if life. someone." If they're in and a then, fight, if all someone, of a sudden you'll get a you'll get a scroll that washes up on the Peruvian ocean, <laughs> and it will be her. You're right. And and you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Granddad died. <laughs> and then boom, you're in. You're in. You're back you're in. on the plane. <laughs> so yeah, it's always play it cool. It's so easy. Um, she might be doing the same as well. Don't take these kind of. Th I guess it's a it's a confusing mixed message kind of thing because he I don't, heard yeah, I from don't know a friend. What's going on. He heard from a friend. She might be trying to process it. She might be going through it as well. She's working out what does this mean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, you he you hear from a friend that she's into you. You then get with her on the night. You, I think it's fair to say that those are two pretty strong facts to say that she's into you. But then also you, you've. If, are you that into her? Is a good question. You've heard that she was into you. Were you into her before that? Or was it just because you've heard I think he probably... Uh, or is he into the confusion she's causing? And I think potentially it can be one Maybe. of those things where Maybe. it's like you're now, because you feel a slight rejection because you got aired, suddenly you're more attracted to them. And you've got to play them at their own game. Exactly. You she could got, be playing her own game. Yeah. you got to She might up. do. Don't get disheartened by get it. Get some new trainers or something. Just like trainers. Just like just act like you've had a breakup and you're doing a new power stance. Exactly. Like, get yourself a dye nice your hair blue. <laughs> something bold. Rock something up bold. peacock. Do yeah. Do uh, so, okay. Our advice is do three. something mental to your appearance. Yeah. Do something <laughs> mental. Face tap. And permanent. <laughs> face, it has to be permanent. Face tap. If you want to make that statement, it's got to be permanent. Three hookers. Take them into school the next day. Make sure they're taller than you. They're 17 years old. I'm liking <laughs> it. Not the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> great thank but you very much but don't, be, don't be disheartened this happens girls do this boys do this people do this it's all about the fucking that's what the dating say game women are from Venus men are from Mars and oh. I, <laughs> I think we should try and end all of our anime <laughs> and stuff. right let me do one of mine sorry it was just a Boris Johnson that's all right. notification shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> right Okay, we'll we, we'll do that one. Okay, well, because it's a bit different, it's it's a bit different. Um, but it'll be nice. Maybe we can look back on some of our our favorite boys gone wild in a way. It's from Lily. It says hello, wild boys. Congrats on the hundred vep. Thank you. Question: If you have e if you could have any guests on the podcast, alive or dead, who would they be and why? 
Okay. And Danny DeVito is excluded from the running. <laughs> Danny DeVito is not. Uh, if we could have a guest dead or alive on, it would it would be Peter the Hermit, wouldn't it? <coughs> As I guess the original Boy Gone Wild from one of your earlier podcasts. Well, also, we, we, we did history together. But also because purely his place in history, his time in history, he was the first Boy Gone Wild that then started off a kind of chain reaction yeah exactly he was the inspiration for many other boys gone wild i think so peter hermit as many of you i'm sure know being the leader of the people's crusade which was kind of the prologue to the first crusade where it all went horribly wrong i'd like to get him on the pod because i'd just like to pick his brains i think he'd just have that sort of energy he'd be a good third man on the pod he'd be a great third man um he'd be quite um incensed about things yeah i'd say i'd change the i kind of i'd i would ideally want a sort of round table sort of discussion because I, I think the key with these historical fig- figures is to have them bouncing off each other yeah. like I wouldn't mind um, I would throw in Peter the Hermit having a discourse with Serena Williams yeah I'd get well, yeah sure <laughs> Serena Williams <laughs> I mean I was thinking I, I think Gandhi as well because I think he'd be fucking weird as shit yeah you know and I like that I mean the, it, it's the most obvious answer but it is the person who I'd most like to interview would be Jesus. Like, of course, yeah. Je- I would just yeah. love to have Jesus on the pod. I had a dream, a dream that I met Jesus the other week. Actually, really, last week, yeah. Could be in a vision. Quite um, disappointing. Really, actually. could have yeah. been a vision. Wasn't the charismatic guy? He's been kind of. <laughs> was he kind of nervous? Yeah, he was just a bit like, oh what? I was like, oh well, you're gonna you're gonna do something for me, and yeah. he, he was shy. He did it. Yeah. He performed the miracle, but he was a bit coy about it, and they didn't have much to say after. It sounds like, like a sexual favor when you say the miracle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well. What? It's sucking you off? Yeah, sure. That's a miracle, isn't it? <laughs> That's an absolute it's miracle. It's a miracle if someone wants to it do sucks that. Sucks me off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Turning cock into cum. Against the laws of nature. <laughs> uh, what was the dream about? It was just me meeting Jesus. It was this genuine dream? Yeah, genuinely. I can't remember. It was one of those really hazy yeah. ones, but I remember firmly meeting Jesus and, and were you- being thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> well, that we would all... I'm, I'm telling you now, if you met G, you would be thoroughly unimpressed because he's the most built up guy ever. So even if he was sick, yeah, yeah. you'd still be like, you, yeah, a bit you'd still be like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard about all that shit. But yeah, if, I, I would just love Jesus in the pod. Um, I just, because, well, G, um, I think I don't, I think it's Christians as well. Certainly Jewish believe that the Messiah is coming back. Yeah. Or the J- Jewish people think the Messiah is even coming, that he's coming. So if that's to be taken on face value that means there's a chance he's coming if the messiah comes back anytime soon he he, he, he should go on a pod for sure well it's the best way to get his uh, get the word get out, there. out that's as, the modern you know someone on the mount views a week have shown yeah probably. but someone on the mount was around to probably around 500 people maybe six maybe around we get a thousand listeners a week he'd be astonished by the subscribers <laughs> we have if we got to him first before other people said like we've got a million we said yeah. a thousand he said a thousand I would like to hear Carito's thoughts on Jesus <laughs> what the comments yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well Jesus that's a good point however from mega nut 4000 <laughs> yeah so Pete the Hermit Jesus and Gandhi I'd like as a round table um, yeah I think these are open to, and Serena Williams right I want a modern tennis player Friday this is from Jack Gazd- Gadsden Right. Hi, right, right, boys. Uh, what's the biggest animal you could single-handedly sell a tape to a vampire? <laughs> uh, using like quite strong, like gaffer tape. Okay, cool. 
Thanks. <laughs> Fantastic oh, that question. That's the best fucking question. That's fucking brilliant. Um, that first is the perfect well, question. Because I can't. Uh, What's now the there's big two. <laughs> there's two. There's two in that because sell people often misuse sellotape with nor like gaffer tape. They're two different tapes. He's, he he did. Which is he he reiterated that like quite really strong. So tape. he's so he's probably talking gaffer tape. He's probably talking. We're talking duct tape. Yeah. Because I also I I think I prefer the question sellotape. Do you? Like what what's the hot what's the biggest animal you could sellotape? To I mean, a we had to imply endless amounts of sellotape. Because I think you could duct tape. An elephant to a lamppost, if you had enough duct tape. So endless amounts of duct tape. Yeah, I think you could. I but I don't think there's with an infinite amount of sellotape. But is is the only thing you've got a roll of it? Is the only thing you've got is duct tape and a lamppost and you and me? Okay. Because how are you getting the elephant? Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends on the resources we have external from me and the duct tape. Because if there's a whole team, and also if they're standing up and they're just tied to the thing, that's yeah. That's okay, easier. let's do that. Because he it said duct them, tape, so let's it, stay it's true not them to the question. So it's just he didn't say duct tape. He didn't. Oh, gaffer tape. He said kind of strong. I think he specified. I think near he, said, the, he specified I'll, near the end. Let me just let me just. Yeah, check. he said strong tape. This is a pointless check, but let's do it anyway. Um, like gaffer tape. Gaffer tape. Gaffer tape. Okay, cool. Thanks. Gaffer tape. So let's say, right, let's do this. Let's work yeah. this out together. There's me and you. Yeah. We've okay, got, fine, we've fine, got yeah. an infinite amount. So there's two of us. We yeah. have a roll each of infinite gaffer tape. Right? Yeah? Mm. Happy with the parameters? Yeah. You don't sound that happy no, with I the do. parameters. No, I do. I do. I'm just thinking. So we have to be able to lift... Right, what I think It has best... to be... Um, I think it has to be... It has to be um, suspended. Above the ground. Abs- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. then a giraffe, what's the point? a giraffe, yeah. you could just run around once. Yeah. And well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Horatio, stay in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So one of us, I think the best tactic is one of us has to be able to lift the animal up while the other starts gaffer taping until it runs around, until it's strong and there's a strong enough hold on the tape for the other to let the animal go and then quickly continue it. So it's about what uh, or animal or on you your knees. You can, if it's a lamppost, you could pass it. One of you could be balancing it on your knees and then you're going around like that. Yeah, because we could we could uh, knock it out. Oh no, but that, that's another a item. Deer, easy. I think we could gaff take a deer, deer to a lamppost sure. uh, absolutely easily. So we're looking upwards from deer. We're looking upwards from deer. deer. Fine, yeah, deer. I How mean, about a deer, fish? Deer, a deer, a big old fish, because they're not going to be able to do much movement or anything. I think we could gaff a tape a great white. Yeah, but no, but the 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 thing about the deer is, uh, even with copious amounts of duct tape, they're heavy. So if you wrapping endless amounts, yeah, is that gonna hold? Yeah, the the yeah. weight of yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if you have to duct do duct tape, strong man. Yeah, duct tape strong. Duct tape is strong. Yeah, so I think a fish is a good. Although they've got quite. Is that bigger room. though? Is that bigger than a? De- yeah, it's bigger. So it's a shark. shark bigger than a deer. Yeah, depends on the a, shark. a white shark, a great white shark. There's many kinds of shark. Well, if we're going for the bigger shark, it'd be the whale shark, but we won't be able to lift it off. I don't. We'd we'll be able to. I, but great white shark is in the offing. Maybe like a black tip shark or even a reef shark. I'm just trying to show off about the different yeah, yeah, kinds yeah. of shark. But right? I'm just trying to think, uh, what is the biggest animal we could genuinely do? That's the conversation we're having. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is the angle I'm coming from, Andrew. <laughs> What's the biggest animal we could do? I like the the fish angle because it will make it easier. Flapping-wise. Are they dead or alive? I think we can knock them out. So you knock them out with the duct tape. 
Yeah. Because we can't use bricks and shit. No, you can use hands. You're going to pummel it. I can pummel it for sure. If you want to pummel the shark, that's fine. I think just me. focus on the the weight, the weight and size of it. I think a great white shark is what I would put my... Again, that's what I've said, and you've told me to focus no, on the weight No, and you, said, uh, you, you said smaller sharks. I think great white shark. I started with a great white shark. Can we do bigger than a great white shark? Great white sharks are pretty heavy, though, because in our plan, we've got to be able to lift it up and start running around with the duct tape whilst holding it up, suspended in the air. Because the original plan was for one of us to be able to a pick it up. A small great white shark. Okay. Because so they can go up to so, like... So we're talking black tip shark, yeah. No, we're no, we're talking a smaller... Because the great white sharks, they can be like yeah. megalodons. But then, yeah. But then the but the average great white shark is still huge. They yeah. can't be, yeah. So I think... Do you think it's too heavy? I don't, one of us couldn't pick up a whole great white shark. If we both picked it up and held it there, right? We've got the shark on the lamppost. We've got it there. So then you can get the tape and then in one so one person with one hand can support with the other hand and start duct taping it at the bottom. The bottom. And then you're slowly going up with one hand and then when there's enough there, then you take the other hand and keep going and then it's, you, you take one hand off as the duct tape progresses between the two. And also you can do this movement where you use two hands to push against the lap post and squeeze it. As opposed yeah. to like, you can like yeah, yeah, push yeah. against it's it. It's push, so it's not so much holding yeah. it up. I think we could do a great white great shark. Great white shark. Great white shark. Brilliant. Hello, Horatio. It's Paul here. Um, mulling over a question for the live episode. Oh, sorry. The hundredth episode, whilst eating my uh, hearty vegetable and chicken broth, <laughs> is will you and when you, will you do a live episode in front of a live studio audience so that we can heckle and interact and, and see your, your funny, funny, funniness in front of our eyes. Thank you, and congratulations on 100 episodes. It's been a very, very good um, <coughs> podcast, which I've enjoyed listening to. Goodbye. Paul, good Paul's so much more wholesome when he's eating breakfast. He is. He is. That's off from Paul. We, we never and if get, you remember from when... I never get when to that... see Paul in the morning. I always get to see him in the evening. He's a very different beast from morning to evening. It's but when it. Andrew got punched in the face, Paul was there. So you've now heard the sort of voice of the sort of um, the sort of men who, who bring out the worst in Andrew. Um, but uh, uh, good question. I, I, I'm very much game for a live show. Um, how how do you feel about a live well, show? I'll absolutely do a live show. I'm not sure we have, do we have the capacity to do one. I guess it's. I think we could do a live show if we start small. I would love to do a live show to be honest. Um, but it's about it's that real leap of faith because you don't want to embarrass yourself. Cause I don't know how spread apart of. I don't. We don't know if if some of our listeners are too young to even be allowed <laughs> in to be allowed time off. Well, if we're them. going by the demographic of the people of sending questions, <laughs> we've got a lot of seventeen-year-olds. So if we have around a thousand listeners a week, can we transfer that into we we could do a live pod with fifty people, thirty people, thirty, yeah, thirty. I quite, it'd be quite nice to start intimate. Yeah, I and think. The, the, but the problem is, a lot of our friends would be there to support, which is the problem. Which is a bit of a problem because if it's mainly our friends and they bulk out half of it, pointless if not doing more, it. Pointless doing it. And embarrassing. One, people don't. Embarrassing. Number three, they don't listen to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Paul doesn't listen to the pod? Paul, of course, Paul doesn't. Listen to <laughs> Paul's listened to cup. Paul listened to the one where I got punched in the face because he was involved in the story. Yeah, I'd be I'd be flabbergasted if he's listening now. Yeah, do you think? No, he'll listen to this one because he might be involved. Because he in might it. be involved yeah. in it. No, because also our friends. Why would they listen to it? Yeah. Some, I know a couple of them do. Our housemates do, to be fair. 
Um, but that's, I think, because they feel quite ex- kind of very involved in it in a, yeah. in a way. Um, but like, why would you? Someone, my closest friends don't listen to it because it's like, we they know us. We see them. We talk to them all the time. I, I wouldn't listen to different. it. I wouldn't listen to it. That's why I say it. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. I, I listen wouldn't listen to it. to it. So then they would be there to support it having not been fans or interested in it. So then half the people wouldn't really give a shit. And it would just be like we're having a friend's, friend's reunion when only we're allowed to. And you know it. that's my biggest fear. I is get that my, Yeah, I know. My entire career is like a school play yeah, that yeah. my kind of proud parents are like exactly. enjoying. People yeah. often ask, people say, well, why isn't he tell me about that? And I say, because why would he want you there? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, like a friend of ours is like, um, like it, it, one of our friends, Izzy, is always very up for seeing gigs. That's the but, person I said it Yeah, to. exactly. And whenever, whenever uh, Izzy finds out about a gig, She'll rock up with twelve people, yeah, yeah, and most, and they're there and they're having a great time. But it's like this is, you know, this is a small. <laughs> it's just always, yeah, it always comes. Whenever I Izzy says I'm coming to a gig, it'll, I'll always arrive. Performing to your friend sounds horrendous. Yeah, I completely get it. I completely get it. And if we were to do a live show, I wouldn't want any of our friends there. But if you um, think would would think you would genuinely come to a live show, please make it known. I, I have either DMs or comments or saying just create a bit of thing. We'd do it in London. I know an exact room we could do it. We could do it a small intimate room. Um, uh, It'll be nice to have because it's like a Q&A but with more participation directly. I'll just be able to see them on, on mass. Yeah. So like I did the preview show with BB um, and that was, I didn't I didn't uh, advertise it at all because I didn't want to waste any of my I knew she was going to sell it out with her fans, so I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to waste. Yeah, it's pointless, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to. I need to save it up for moments like this. But it yeah. it meant that the people who came there, and most of them listened to her, her podcast, and it's like you get to see, yeah, the sort of just like I'd love to see Alice. Yeah, well, I just see what what does it look like on mass? What yeah, is the yeah. demo? What yeah. is the, what the clothes they're wearing? What you know? Yeah, but then I think when presented with a, a room of seventeen year old girls, I think we, <laughs> I think we might be throwing off our. Throwing off our shtick a bit. <laughs> it would be a lot more intimidating than it might sound. Is that that's more that's less intimidating than a room of like nine year old men? That's what seventeen year old girls. They're you, the most scary people on the planet. Yeah, well, imagine fifty nine year old men in there. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> what just nine year old Yeah. Because you can't like you can't say anything wrong it's with it. It's not that's seventy. Ninety <laughs> I would like slowly die. <laughs> Well, you'll be more concerned <laughs> that they're not taking anything in or even being conscious. <laughs> not even. You're not going to get much from them. No. Um, but no, it's, it could be, a, I think it needs a bit, we need a bit more momentum behind the podcast just so we don't embarrass ourselves on one. But if there's an I interest behind I think we've gone enough that we, we can push for one. I think we can do one in the new year. Uh, we should de- we're definitely going to do one next year. Yeah. No, I'm, year, I'm, a, I'm 100% that's down for it. It's we'll just, definitely do one. I'd love we, to do one. What we could Apparently, what? it's very weird doing one, though, because I've spoken to a couple of stand-ups who've done it. I can't it, imagine it. Which is like, so Jesse and Vivi do them all the time. Now, yeah, yeah. And they say it's very strange, and they've kind of got used to them. Um, but then I've got friends who've done it who are stand-ups, and the kind of, the, the urge when you're a stand-up is when you're on stage with the mic is you kind of just want to, you admit you 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 want to perform you want to yeah yeah but it's not quite like that but then it's not like a podcast so it's like a weird mix i don't know it's trying to recreate exactly what happens here but that's almost impossible when you've got an audience there because we've just had the camera there and yeah. i think it's a very different a different thing yeah i just well if, even if just hearing laughs if they were to happen yeah that would it really d- throw d- me d- off it really would um i think it would actually make me a lot more powerful 
Yeah, it would. I think it would make you more powerful than ever. I think I'd become a monster. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would. It'd be the first first joke I make and then look into the crowd then. (laughs) Oh, you guys like that? Yeah. And then flashes of the Munich perch. (laughs) Always the perches with you. Right, you got you got one? I have one. Good. This is an agony aunt agony aunt style question. Good. From Too Many Cooks Spoil the Broth question mark. I'm glad they led to open open ended. That's the name because you know, like agony aunts have different names. They when people message in anonymously and they create their own name. Oh, okay. Too many cooks spoil the broth? Question mark. I've made that up. Okay. Because she asked me not to say her name, but you'll see. Just to stop you two harping on in your own stories, here is a question for you. Full stop. Okay, rude. Quite aggressive start to the question, but we we like it. We like that um, self-reflection. Dearest agony uncles. Recently met a guy on the dating apps, went on a couple of dates, and all was well. Third date, we happened to go on a night out with his friends. By the end of the night, I fancied one of his best friends more than my actual date. Lots more in common, etc., etc. Is there any world where is there any world where this could work out between me and his friend, or should I walk away from the situation completely? Do they give any context of how they knew each other? I forgot. Did, they, did she say anything about dating app? Met a guy on a dating app. Went out with dating app. What have you got to lose? Well, <clears throat> I mean, there's guess there's the moral responsibility of protecting their friendship. Hold on, a couple of dates. So two, two or three dates. So a couple of dates. You've you've gone on a three, two or three dates. It's probably like your third date, and then the guy says, "Oh, my friends are out there. If you fancy going for a night out with them." And it's Prince Charming. It's Prince <laughs> fucking Charm. <laughs> And it's only bloody Prince Charming. It's only it? Prince Charming. <laughs> you're, you're Fiona in the castle. You fucking ogre. Prince Charming is the date. No, Prince Charming is the dating app guy. But then the real guy is Shrek. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Because okay. then that's the real love. Yeah, She's meant the to be with the... Prince Charming. But oh, she because wants to be it's with who Shrek. on paper she on should be with. Should be and there's some Shrek. fugly guy. Some fugly Prince Charming dickhead. But then Shrek comes along. And saves her from a dragon. And saves her from a dragon. <laughs> if we haven't answered your question there, I don't know how we can. Well, I guess the metaphor, I'd say rewatch the first Shrek and, <laughs> and see how you feel. And I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of gems to be picked up in there. But no, no seriously, no. I think it's a dating app. It's, you, it's not a huge bridge to burn. It's not like it's a workplace thing or a school friend or something like that. I would say play it delicately, but go bold and be a bit naughty. Be a bit cheeky. <laughs> I mean, I I completely agree. But there's all. all I be think, a little bit naughty. No. One of the th- one of the points I reckon might be a thing, and this is something to consider: is how like do you have his contact details? Because it's unlikely that she does. You meet a girlfriend or a boyfriend's friends on a night out. You're not swapping numbers, are you? So therefore, the only contact she might be able to Instagram. have with this guy. Instagram DMs. They Easy. might, yeah, but if they follow each other on Instagram, e- easy. She goes on his what Instagram. What I think to be a goes on who's following him. Yeah, finds the the friend. They would have followed each other anyway. True. Yeah. True. So you, yeah, mi- mine some data and find the guy. I think, I think the I think the right thing to do here is, you clearly are realizing that this guy that you met on the dating app isn't gonna be the person that you want to be with or you're that interested in. If, if even if just one of his mates is better, yeah, that's not. Therefore, you should kind of end things with him, no matter what, and then slip, no matter no what. matter what, and then slip into the other bloke's DMs. 
slowly but surely. Because there is nothing to lose. I think it's it's a it might be a likely situation that I don't know. It depends on how good friends they are. Because he, he could be a shit friend. He could. But the problem is. If they no, but if they're just the problem like, is if they're close friends and he chooses that he likes you too, you should sleep with him and then break up with him because you don't want to be someone who's that much of a shit friend to his male friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing, yeah, which yeah. is like, you know, you've caught yourself in a bit of a catch twenty two because yeah, if yeah. he does go for you, he's not worth going for. True, that is the issue. True, true. It could be. It depends how. I think you need to work out how close the friendship is as well. Because if it was just some blokes that you, you've Do said, you take just some bloke on your, on your double date? date? No, you don't. Mm. No, you don't. They must be pretty close friends, actually. Yeah. You it take your hottest friend friends. for advice. Yeah. Not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, no, well, or I don't know. The guy could also agree. There's many situations that could unfold here. The guy could agree that, yeah, this wasn't going really well between me and this girl. And if, you know, if you two had a spark, fine, go for it. I'm not sure you can be that protective if you've had three fucking dates with a girl. So, but any of these situations can unfold. And the only way you find out what situation it is, is if you go for it. I think that's... Finish it with a guy, slide into the other guy's DMs. Yeah. And then ask them to subscribe to the Patreon. Now, this is a a comedian friend of mine, so... Always to be taken with a pinch of salt. Put your seatbelts on, guys. It's going to be a funny ride. This is Michael May. Horatio and Andrew. Um, I like his voice. I'm stagnating a little bit in my social life. And I'm finding it hard to really fall in love with myself again. Um, Wondered if you guys have any advice for how to reignite the fire within yourself for yourself and whether you think it's important to really love the one opportunity that you have for life or whether it's fine to kind of drift through it um thanks a lot love the podcast boys gone boys gone wild um so michael's a close friend of mine i love him very very much and he's a very good comedian uh he does as always it's always interesting speaking to him because he's like, his his kind of main idol is Norm Macdonald, and he's sort of a bit of a socially he I is can see that socially he's a bit of um, and it's always he he wins every social interaction I've ever had with him. Like yeah. he always wins. How uncomfortable is he? He just he's he's a master of the craft, and he's the least sort of the least sincere guy, but so insincere it's sincere. Yeah, where. You can't. You don't have no idea if he's being sincere or not, yeah. and he doesn't seem to know either. Mm. So, conversation with him—it's very hard to distinguish. He really reminded me of something. <laughs> it's very. So, I don't know how much, but we'll take the 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 question on face value. If you're, I think that's the wrong thing to do here. <laughs> okay. From what I've understood and what you've said about Michael, yeah, I think we shouldn't take it. <laughs> okay. I think we should provide a very ironic answer because I don't. I I haven't met him. Yeah, and but I don't want to. I don't want to lose. Irony. I don't want to lose a social, <laughs> a social battle. I win social battles, Michael. You've met your match here, although he sounds like a pro. He's a pro. He's good. Um. So what was it? It was. He feels like he's lost <laughs> himself. Well, he feels like his his social life's um, dimming down a bit, which mm. is a thing that happens in your mid twenties. It, it there's you reach a stage where, you know, everyone you start slowly. You you light wet clay and mm. starting to dry a little bit. Mm. You know. Get yourself back in the kiln, Michael. <laughs> there we go. Get back in the kiln. Get back in the get kiln. Get wet and again. Get wet again. Yeah. Get wet again. Remember what it was to be a young piece of untouched clay, yeah. unmolded, 
unmolded by social interactions, unmolded by life. Get yourself wet. Get yourself molded by by the right person. What you need to be is touched in the right spots by the right person to be turned into the vase that we know you can be. Yeah. We know you can be a vase in displaying beautiful flowers. Beautiful flowers to the world. But right now, you're just a measly pot who can't even hold some smarties because of all the dents and cracks there are within you. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. So it's mostly pottery-based advice for Michael is, is what I can see fit. Uh, got another comedian. Tadawa Malungay, another great comic. Um, yeah, let's just go for it. Why not? Uh, hello, Horatio Gould. Uh, as per request, this is your question from uh, your friend, from your acquaintance, uh, Tadawa Malungay. Uh, <laughs> what is your goal in comedy? Who do you want to become? Who do you think you are? That's the fun. Who do you think you are right now? And how do you think this person becomes who you want to be? Who are you, Horatio? <laughs> so, Tad is... In, in, in the comedy scene, Tad's like the most hustle mindset of any comic I know. Yeah. He, he wants gigs 50 times in a month. Um, and he... It, will often post Instagram stories of him on stage and put music of like starting from the bottom now we're here Drake he dresses an all night it's yeah. very much he's taken like a, a rapper's mentality of like the streets aren't kind so you gotta be mean I don't know whatever whatever those rappers say, are saying these days I don't bloody know um, but uh he's got very much that so this is this is a kind of question tad would ask me anyway yeah very seriously and we've gone from one of those insincere guys in comedy to one of the most sincere guys i'm gonna say that's words yeah yeah, yeah it's I'm not literally sure he's they're, they're, yourself in the kiln is gonna work <laughs> no this. this guy is very sincere um and he is asking for my goal because he's very fo focused on goals and he is a very hustle mindset guy um i'll st start with you what are your goals in comedy just have fun man okay yeah oh yeah i guess so well i, I don't know it depends on. It depends how things go mm. at this point. I mean, I'm not doing I'm not doing any stand up. It depends how the podcast goes and all these things. I mean, we've had some good sketches. It's hard to say exactly uh, exactly what. I'm not really a goal orientated person. <coughs> what you're not what? Uh, I'm a, a pussy orientated. But yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. I'm a financial crime specialist. <laughs> pussy orientated. <laughs> who, <is> why, <laughs> who like vaginas? <laughs> Um, I no, I, d I don't. It's hard to know exactly what what goals um, or anything. That's more of a. I don't know. As, as we we spoke about, I'm not long term thinking in many ways. I just live live week by week, day by day, week which, by week, episode by episode. Episode by episode. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been cancelled yet. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribers are slowly going up. <laughs> yeah. Patrons are slowly going down. It's <laughs> 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 kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think of it as in like, who do you want to be? Because I don't think you can imply your role models because the medium was so different. The people who inspired you growing up, they were before the podcast I want to be like Sal Volcano. Who's Sal Volcano? He is uh, from the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> yeah. He does Impractical Jokers and he has a podcast with one of the hyenas. Oh yeah, with uh, yeah. So you, that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to do you want to do a, a, a prank show and a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> what I want, to, I want to do it all, and I'll take what I'm given. Um, 
So whatever I'm allowed to do, I'll do it. Is is where I'm at. That's where I'm what at. What about comedy porn? I'll do comedy porn if I'm allowed to do it. Well, you know, I'm I very much. No one's. I have a lot of. You've got this. No one's. No one's fucking stopping you, man. What? So how would comedy porn work up in this set? Work in this setup. Here's so the we, lighting. So we'd clear away this. We have comedic sex ratio. <laughs> so how would comedic sex? Do I really have to spell this yeah, out? Yeah, you do you? need to spell it out. We have to spell it out. I walk in dressed as a clown. <laughs> Both of us. We fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there's, you know, the clown thing when they squirt water out of. Okay, forget me. I'm not in it. You're with a woman. The the woman walks in as a clown. You know the thing where clown two pe- piece two no I come on don't get greedy don't get greedy set realistic goals. You know the thing where the <laughs> you know the thing right. where the clown squirts water out of the yeah. flower on, the, yeah, on yeah. there. Instead, that's milk coming out of her teeth. <laughs> and, what, and then am I like she's like smell this flower and I go and you go ah and then I get ah! that's that's a good opening gag absolutely. And then there's a dildo which is like uh-huh, uh-huh, and makes that ah 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 sound. She puts it up a bum and <laughs> <laughs> and then you two proceed to have the funniest sex <laughs> that the world has ever seen. Okay? Good. Okay, well that that's one of the things I would be like if if someone if, if the opportunity came for me or it could be like the podcast where I myself produce. So that's what know, I'm saying. You know. And, and I think you know, what's his name again, sorry? Tadawa. I think if Ta- I think that's what Tadawa was saying is that you've got to be the person you want to be in life. Yeah, what I he's saying is, who who do you want to be? Who are you now? You need to be that person. I guess. Therefore, my, if you're going to yeah. do anything in comedy, why aren't you doing everything? Why aren't you creating new kinds of comedy? It's true. I guess my attitude with podcasting comedy is you have to assume the industry won't accept you. So you need to try and make it without them. And if they do, that's an added bonus. Yeah, and that yeah. should be my approach that's to comedy That's very similar to what James Corden said on his Piers Morgan's <laughs> life stories. Is that what he said? It's almost exactly yeah, the industry what he accepted said. him very early. He? Well, no he, had to, no, he had to fight his way in. Like, because he was fat. Because he was a big, chunky monkey. Fucking James Corden. Did, did you watch James Corden's Piers Morgan? No, I just saw a highlight on... Because I've been... Okay, basically... Uh, Come on. We, we, we're getting real. <laughs> <laughs> I've been moderately interested in the I'm a Celebrity series this year. Okay, that's fine. No, I don't think it is. That is fine. The reason I am is because Richard Madeley's on it. <laughs> Are you watching it? I I've don't know watched, who's on. I watched the opener. I watched the second one. I were, missed last night. Were so they going to watch it tonight? What's the time? <laughs> <laughs> We've got two hours. We're fine. No, Richard Maley is as I've been obsessed. He's the guy. He's from what? From how everyone knows me from the podcast, you can understand why I love Richard Maley. I don't need to explain why I love him, right? Um, and most of it comes from YouTube compilations of him being a real life Alan Partridge. Sure. So I'm ready to dive into him. What I want. Is from the highlights that I've seen of him online, the shit he says on presenting Richard and Judy, presenting this morning, whatever he might do. What I'm really ready for is Richard Madeley under 24-7 camera coverage to see exactly the ridiculous shit that comes out of his mouth. So I'm very interested in I'm a Celebrity this year. The first two episodes, he's come off really nice. So disappointing. Disappointing because... Sometimes you, and it's kind of made me realize that highlight reels might, highlight reels of a person might not necessarily give the whole picture. Sure. So do you, are you seeing the Richard Medley, the person, and he's less of a meme than you thought he was? And he's actually quite nice. <laughs> I'm going to give what it, do you think of I'm said, Celeb? What do you think of I'm I, Celeb? I, hold on. I'm going to give it a few more episodes because I think give him, starve him a bit, make him eat some a bull's anus, and then maybe we'll get some of yeah. the more. Because he needs to be talking about politics for it to come out. Yeah. 
I, he, he, I, he's, he's just seemed nice, but they're all going to seem nice for a bit because you... They haven't gone in... They haven't gone rabid yet. Exactly. They'll go rabid when they're a week in and they start giving less of a shit that they're on a national yeah. TV show. Um, I'm a celebrity... I mean, I've stopped, I stopped watching it since my parents divorced. I think many of many children of divorced parents will many understand Many listeners that. will understand. It used to be a kind of a, a thing that you get together as a family. Then when you don't have any family left, it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let's just all go into our separate rooms and cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, would So you famously... Famously, said, and I would be the best on there. No, you famously said that you'd go on Strictly and be the best. And I'd be the best yeah, on yeah. there, yeah. Um, does, that ex- does that go out, would you do I'm a Celeb? No. Would you not do I'm a Celeb? No. I have, look... Would if you I got, celeb now? If I got to... Of course I would. <laughs> right. Of course I would. I would go on... Wait. Right. There's two this, different questions. Who's this guy? There's two different questions. He does like a very moderately There's successful two different podcast. Questions. Right. If, if I was asked for any reality, celebrity reality TV show, if I wanted to go on it now, the only one I wouldn't do is Strictly Come Dancing. Because you're not ready. Because I want to win it by merit. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have... What do you mean by merit? Because what they'd think is... Who's this guy? Vote him off. No, 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 no. Who's this guy? Well, he's clearly a professional dancer. <laughs> so why would you wait for that then? Because people, the, oh, the public need to know me and then they need to yeah, be impressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah every yeah, yeah. other. Yeah, 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 every yeah. Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Love Island. Mm-hmm. Steph's Packed Lunch. Steph's <laughs> Packed Lunch. <laughs> Steph's Packed Lunch. I'd be on there in a heartbeat. <laughs> To see the nation go collectively. <laughs> you know Steph's packed lunch? What? Steph packed lunch. Do you know Steph's packed lunch? Yeah, it's always on after this morning. Apparently once it recorded zero viewers recently. Oh, fuck off. I've heard it. That apparently. can't be true. That's impossible. I, like, it can't happen. It can't happen. It's on like it's on ITV or Channel 4. <laughs> I don't know. I was told. It can't happen. Bullshit. I was told by a nonsense. reliable source. That nonsense, nonsense. A reliable source. Zero views on Channel 4. <laughs> nonsense. Drivel. Nonsense. Doesn't happen. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I don't watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I, neither do I. <laughs> I've never seen a second of Steph's Pat Lunch, but I know that <laughs> Channel 4... Sounds like you know a lot about I know about that Channel stuff. 4 can't, re- can't record zero viewers. Right, What's your opinion on I'm a Celebrity? I wouldn't do it. No, but just... Yeah. But I don't know, actually. No, I, think no, it's no, cha- I think it's changed now, because obviously when we were growing up in the noughties, it was like Should this- we do an I'm a Celebrity podcast? Like a succession one, but with one <laughs> celebrity. Because <laughs> there's absolutely, there's gold on there. I promise you there's gold. You no, know, I know, there. I know there is. Naughty Boy is a maniac. Yeah. He's like, I honestly believe he has, I, uh, maybe some of you guys have watched it. I, I wholeheartedly believe he might have the um, intellect of a seven-year-old. I mean, it'll be good, but I, I, I wonder if it'll cross the demographic, seeing as it's probably it's not 17-year-old girls, I don't think, are watching it. And that's sort of our main demo. Maybe. A lot of people watch it anyway. If you want an I'm a Celebrity spin-off podcast, please please comment. You have to, a lot of you have to make You're gonna have to, It's going to have to be a real force for us to make the effort to do it. Because it's, it's not Succession where there's it's a weekly thing with nine episodes or ten episodes. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's daily. It's once a day yeah. for like a month. <laughs> but still, anyway. You could do an I'm a Celebrity live stream. I'll be down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, with I'm a Celebrity, it's weird because it's like when I grew up, it was seen as washed well, in the, up. In the 50s, you old fart. <laughs> keep it fucking clean. Sorry, I'll keep it. <laughs> keep it civil. Keep it civil. Uh, I'm a young fart. Any more alcohol? Yes, I got some more beers. Are you, is that your last Guinness? Yeah, I'll get another one. Um, Should I we would, just do a five hour podcast? Let's just do a Joe Rogan. Let's just go ham on it. Let's go ham. This is the one. 
um, if I was in the noughties growing up, it was like seen as quite a trashy thing to do. But then I think since Joel Domit did it, weirdly, I think mm. there was a turning point where Joel Domit was like a good stand-up mm. who went on it and everyone said, what the fuck are you doing? He used to present he- MTV Europe, by the way. Me, <laughs> me and Ollie saw him when we were in Turkey. But when you're we a, always freaked out by how veiny his arms were. But when you're a stand-up doing trash mm. is actually successful. So it's like weird. It's in- interesting with like me and BB where she's an actress and I'm a stand-up where it's like things that I'm like, it'd be an absolute dream to do that. And she thinks they're below her. It's like, you can be a stand-up and it not at all go against your... Do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, there's panel, like, so panel shows and stuff. She, She's like, I don't really want to be doing that. And like, panel shows is an absolute dream for me. Who's like, like um, Ramesh Ranganathan, I guess. Yeah. He's quite a big name at the moment. Yeah. I'm trying it, to think, if he went, he'd be fine. Absolutely fine. He'd be absolutely fine. Exactly. I think the but only then person... if it was like a it, semi-respected actor, actor... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So then part of me is like, I don't know. I think with a lot of these things, it's like this weird thing where certainly growing up with these kind of this idea of integrity implied with you with a lot of kind of the Stuart yeah, Lee's yeah, yeah. aspect. Stu- I was about to mention Stuart Lee. But Stuart Lee started in the 80s when there was 15 comedians and they all handed the Perry Award around between them yeah. with whoever hadn't won it that year. Yeah. Um, so, and he came out of punk rock. Now there's a million and 10 comedians and you're all... It's and not. Who, who are the ten? Th- there's there's t- ten. They've re- they joined yesterday. Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like it's such a fragmented thing. I think if you can ride the wave of something trash and jump off on your feet, like Joel Domet has, yeah, then it is all is right. That his name? Joel Domet, I think. Domet. Domet. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. I'm, and I'm, also Joel Domet. Just talking about the the, the the sustainability of Joel Domet. Uh, he also um, got blackmailed and revealed. Um, uh, he got hooked in, he got, I don't know what it's called, but he blackmailed. got blackmailed, yeah. Uh, and revenge porn was put out of him, like wanking and stuff. And he, he ro- rode that like a fucking champion. Seen the vid. He, have you watched it? Yeah, I've seen the vid. What's his knob like? Average. Okay. <laughs> no, as I said, we've we've discussed my opinions on, he's, he's clearly watched the pod. Yeah. As in, he watched it five, like 10 years before he came out. <laughs> It's just, Nooch, no, you've got to ride the wave, man. You've got to ride the wave. You've got nothing to be ashamed of. Let it happen. Everyone so does it. So, obviously, when I was growing up, when I started stand up, the idea of me ever considering I'm a celebrity would be just way off the card. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think you've, as you get older, you become less pretentious and also your dreams slightly diminish. Yeah, it's expectation. expectations. Expectations <laughs> go. You know what? That'd be great for my career. <laughs> but it's like, if, if you're going to stay doing podcast stand up and just slowly build it up and you know you could do something that would just give it all a little big bump actually i'd struggle with i'm a celeb because i wouldn't like the i'm a celeb fans that would then dilute the because then yeah, people who had yeah. come wouldn't well, be well, a na- it wouldn't be a natural fan base cultivating in the, the audience so that would actually be a bit it of an would issue skew it a lot. if you're doing live shows and then suddenly loads of i'm a celeb we're not come. you're not exactly cultivating an audience here <laughs> it's not much of it it's like it's a barren winter on it do you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like the first pilgrims to go over to America, those hardcore, the same thing, hard, like crucible era. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're having to stake a, a society in the ground and build it. And if there's a fallow year, that's tough. And that's yeah. what I'm, I'm barely, you know, cultivating. I'm cultivating some shitty crops at the moment. Or like a rock statue. You're chipping away at a rock and you're trying to create uh, kind of an image of Zeus. Yeah. Which is your audience. 
And what does it look like? At the moment? Yeah. It looks like a slightly chipped away rock. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big slab of rock. A massive slab of rock. <laughs> and you've you've just attacked the left hand corner. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good No, because I don't know if because I think the audience comes when people start to come and see you for you. Yeah. And how much have you got of that? Well, I've purposely avoided it because I'm waiting. So I, I, ne- I never yeah. advertise my gigs because I don't That's want true, people, yeah. I don't want people to come until I need them to come. Yeah. Because yeah. like when I, when I, I think w- is a guy when you a... want them to come, you want them to pay and you want them to all come at once. Yeah. Um, yeah. And fill out shows. Yeah. Yeah. If there's going to be an audience there, I wouldn't waste it. But is it and also if I'm not getting paid to also, be also? I was reading a um, Instagram story from Abby Clark. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Abby Clark. Yeah. 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 Um, and how did you find her naturally? Yeah. Oh. I found her through um, her Jill and Tracy thing. I don't know that. Oh, hi, Jill. Hi, Tracy. Mm. How are you? Yeah, it's, it's really funny. Really funny sketch. Um, kind of fancied her a bit as well. So we kind of, <laughs> I might be producing one of the podcasts, so so be careful what you be careful that you don't. It's, no, no, it, it's uh, nothing but love. I think she's a beautiful woman, and I I, I admire her comedy. Yeah, but you you might, you're probably going to meet her at some point, so just be careful. It's not like. You can't, it's not like Suzanne Reed where you can say I'm not I'm being respectful and nice I'm just saying you can't just like no I'm saying she's you really... can't chuck a bucket of cum at the telly like you would Suzanne Reed because <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean it's, it's a slight because it's just me and you and you're, I'm the only person who's shooting in the industry you can easily yeah. chuck buckets of cum at me yeah correct yeah but I know I'm going to take Look. if you chuck a bucket of cum at me I'm going to take it and I'm going to hand and it there is to a different, a there's a different I wouldn't chuck a bucket of cum at <laughs> Shame, isn't it? It's a shame. I wasn't saying. You know, I wasn't saying anything <laughs> that, like that. That was my bad. That was. That my was bad. That and was, now that I've been into. That's the prosecco coming out. But I wouldn't. Right. No, because well, that's uh It's an interesting thing because I think whenever I go to any of your gigs, I do fall in love with a lot of women there. Yeah, it's because you haven't seen that many women. No, 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 because funny women are like fucking hot. Yeah. They're really, really, really hot. Funny women are so attractive. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's what Abby Clark is. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And she's also a very pretty, good looking girl. Very beautiful. And I, so on her Instagram story, let's get back to the main page. On her Instagram story, she was saying that she's taking a bit of hiatus from, or that she feels bad because she's like a comedian who posts regularly 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 on her stories so she'll like her day will be encapsulated by you know 15 instagram stories where she'll be making little jokes self-deprecating jokes sure. about her day yeah. that's what she does and then she's been quite um absent from instagram recently and Which you're furious about i am <laughs> <laughs> where else am i gonna get my internet porn from I don't want Once to again, say you these can't things. Say that. I didn't want to, but you made I'm me make the joke. That's what I mean. It's you made me different. make the joke. It's a different thing. <laughs> it really is. No, no, no. Because I find I like her She's Instagram. Not stories. Suzanne Reed. I know. I like her Instagram. There was a joke. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I know, it's but irony. You know. Yeah. Especially what's going on with comedy at the moment. No, <laughs> not at all. You said it. And <laughs> you don't act like you didn't put that on a platform. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I watch her. She makes me laugh. She's funny. Um, and I like a dance stuff with her parents. I think it's very funny. Um, but so she'd taken a bit of a break from it and she then, and I realized that she hadn't posted any of her stand-up clips and it's all coming back and you're looking at me with dazed eyes, but it's all yeah. coming back. When you say realized, you, <laughs> you understand that you're complaining about me for sexualizing 
I'm not saying no, no, no. When I haven't said anything like that whatsoever, yeah, yeah. I'm backtracking and then knocking down jokes that are there because you're <laughs> setting them up. And because we've done this for, together for like seven years, I can't not do it. Okay? So, yeah. So, she did a fucking Instagram story about how she hasn't been on it. And I've also realized that she didn't do many of her stand up because I was interested in her stand up because I'd seen her Instagram stories and some of her sketches, yeah. but I wondered what her stand up was like. Yeah. And she made the point of that she doesn't when she she kind of got real for a minute on on her Instagram stories and saying that her she doesn't post many of her stand up clips because of the nature of you know making a tight five then maybe a ten then eventually getting to half an hour then an hour is that it's a lot to get it there so you don't want to when you've got a lot of Instagram followers particularly you don't want to splurge all your jokes because you want people to come and pay for your shows and then eventually when you've got that hour people aren't saying aren't saying we've seen this all before and she was also saying which i think was a really good point of you can go and listen to a singer or a band or whoever and it's about you you don't you want to hear the hits yeah yeah with stand-up or comedy or anything always new always new constantly new no it's true and it's like especially you know you see i was actually making quite a nice informed joke and not an informed point about comedy rather than throwing cum buckets at this <laughs> no, fucking TV. Because Horatio's had a few Proseccos and thinks I'm a sex pest. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I, I think with Abby, it's a great example of someone with a lot of people from our generation of stand-up like made a lot more headway th- during lockdown because lockdown happened. There was all the live acts who were getting better gigs than younger comics because they're more experienced because they're better, they have yeah, more material. Yeah. It then went online. So everyone who was yeah, yeah, understanding yeah. this, so she could put out loads of these sketches and build it. But then she's still, you know, very new to stand up and it takes ages. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. doesn't match the success she's had because you can't, you, you, she's still developing 10s, 15s. She's still doing, she's doing, I saw that she was opening for that bloke. Good. That does those Vice videos where he's like interviews people on the street. Jamali Maddox? No. No, not as good as Jamali. Like a posh, white, blonde-haired guy who does... You'll, you'll know him if you Uber Butler? No not, no, not him. No, forget it. But he does... He, she's opening for him. And he's doing some quite big... Because of his internet fame, he's doing some quite big rooms. Yeah. And I think that's just because of his internet fame. Yeah. Again, never seen a shred of his stand-up. But, but then it you does don't seem want quite to see, like yeah. two internet people going off and doing stand up, which. But then for me, weirdly, the only the start of any success I've had on the internet has only been through stand up. So I've had to keep on putting everything out there, which yeah, yeah. is so it's like an opposite thing where the start of any TikTok things was me during lockdown putting everything I had. Um, Go for a wee. Yeah. All right, I've got a question here from an. An old flame. You might recognise this voice. Um, one sec. One of your old flames. No. No, that's that's my voice. <laughs> we have not had any sexual history before. Why haven't you had me on the show? I've been there from the beginning and I helped kickstart both of your careers. You're a bunch of know-nothing, talentless hacks and you couldn't carry my underwear with the help of ten men. That's Michael. <laughs> Her dad. Um, our first co-host uh, a good friend of ours who we went to uni with um we shall be getting on the podcast very soon i think <coughs> to do uh i, I, I spoke to him doing a five-hour podcast on checkmate i was about to say the same thing 
It shouldn't be. I don't think we have Michael here in, sitting there. I think Michael, uh, he deserves something more special yeah. as well. Um, he's, he was our first co third He was our first co and, uh, and I was going to say our best, but Mark is also great. They were, they were both fantastic. Um, but what you want to do is dive into Michael's interests. Yeah. And Michael's main interest is a student short film called Checkmate. That's it. My entire relationship built with this man <coughs> has been on this student film, which is one of the phenomenal pieces of filmmaking I've ever seen. Um, I told him I was doing film studies he's like use into film and then he managed to get a group of 30 of us back to his tiny dorm room and showed checkmate and immediately i was in love he's seen this film over a hundred times now he was I'm, a master's student while you're in undergrad, he was fourth year which was made him which made him even more ethereal than he already <laughs> is i fucking adore michael he has he gives me a lot of dad vibes as in because he's he's irish he's got yeah, looks a bit a like my dad in some ways. <laughs> I remember his, his feeling. Surname's her dad. I was pretty nervous when I came. He's got daddy issues. Her dad, dad, yeah, dad, yeah. dad, dad, That no, was the first. Dad. The first time I connected with him, he he he'd had, he's had some trouble with his father previously, and he's he, he made the joke of his his surname is a dad, and he said had it had a dad, That's and a I was one. like, okay, I get you. I he get great you. ones. Right. Every Northern Irish president. I I know it's annoying when possible do a Northern Irish accent, but I feel it's warranted here. Every time I speak to Northern Irish people, they is always it? have the funniest stories about nicknames at school. Okay. We had this one kid we called Teapot because he stood like this and he's always steaming. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. fucking know what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Is it annoying when posh people do a Northern Irish accent? I think in general, um, uh, making fun of any parochial accent is far more offensive than I thought it was. It's not as fun as that. Northern thought. Irish? Yeah, Northern Irish. Of course they do. They can't fucking stand that shit because they, you mm. know. Okay. Um, do, you, do you have, do you have a, a question? Yes, I have a question. You're half Irish, but you're English, you know? I am, but no, I think no. I what I think we should get Michael on for a, a viewing. Oh, so, and we, we we'll do a bit by bit. We'll do a viewing, and we'll have to work out the mechanics of how exactly it works. But trust me, you'll want to see this film as well. Um, I have a question, and it is: What does a person do for ten days of isolation? Day one: Wrap yourself in bubble wrap, and jump around the house, popping every single piece of bubbles, every single bubble, until you eventually are flat. Day two to ten, strum yourself silly. I'd say just... Well, that's the end of the fucking question, isn't it? Day two to ten. So our answer was, wrap yourself in bubble wrap and pop them all, and then wank. Two to ten. Then fucking strum yourself off for the next eight days. I feel... I don't know what she wants from this question. Ten days of isolation, and you want our advice is what you can do. I think you should use this time to think heavily on what you've done. Because in I'm the previous sure. days of isolation, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a way to pass time. A horrible. If you constantly cycle. reflect on the last minute. Yeah. What did I just do ten <laughs> seconds ago? Was it worth it? That's what, what I learned from. That? I think it, uh, it, obsessive, excessive reflection, visceral, <laughs> negative <laughs> self-reflection, just constant, constant horrible thinking. Like nothing's ever good enough. Nothing you do will ever be worthy of what you should be what you should be doing with this time you're presented with an opportunity and you should always be disappointed with the actions that you do within that opportunity always always um i don't know how write, a, write like a book how do you get that mustache looking so strong do you wax that bad boy or is that just good genes want to know thanks ask him for a friend 
so the thing is, I've been. The thing, the no, thing is, I'm was, not I really. I, I've been I feel working it was more for a while. Sort of aimed at me. Mostly, it's in the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it, growing a good beard or any kind of facial hair, is all in the jeans. <laughs> So what I've realized is like not all of us can be blessed in their ability <laughs> to grow facial hair as the next person. So what you first need to do to grow a great mustache, and that can be said for any kind of facial hair, is accept that you're blessed. Yeah. And then once you realize that, then you start to care for your facial hair like it's yeah. one of your like yeah. it's like it's a child. Um, so I think I, I like to get a package in. Um, this kind of cardboard box package and it has three things in it's got shaved butter in which is the main thing that you do <laughs> no, that's mine. and then it's got um, <laughs> then it's got moisturizer after it and hey, there's, there's something called pre-shave in there as well and that's like a little square thing <laughs> no. now what I do is I put so you just use that and the company's called um, I actually don't know what it's called the company's called not entirely sure but what it is is so Growing a good beard is is much like bringing up a child. Is what I'm saying. Um, you've got it to care is. for it. You've got to believe in it. Um, but you've also got to put the right ointments on it. I think all I'll say the big thing I see with people with mustaches that they don't they seem to miss is it's all that they look like bellends. <laughs> yeah, but it's a mustache is hair seen relative to the rest of your facial hair. For example... That was the most insufferable answer I think I've ever heard. If you see hair on your lip, but then you've got a massive beard, that's not a moustache. Correct. If you have stubble and a moustache, it takes away from the... The key to a good moustache, which is the World War II... It's the absence of other facial hair. It's making sure... You've got to treat the rest of the hair that isn't the moustache like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's head. You've got to... Every time... It's going to be like whack-a-mole. Every single time you see a little cunt sprout up. You s- I, I, I wet shave every single day and I have... Every day? Prep scrub, which makes sure... I've already been through this. Prep scrub, shave butter and moisturising. And he leaves them everywhere in the bathroom, which is, why I, which is why I know all of the fucking things. And I get sent them at a faster rate than I used hilariously, them. I now know... I, I, the cardboard package because yeah. I answer the door all the fucking time because yeah. I live downstairs <laughs> yeah. and, oh that's a regular shaving thing <laughs> yeah but th- th- they send it to me faster than I can use it so I'm, it, there's an excess of it there's... so in a way to have the best moustache you need to be afraid of facial hair you gotta be it's about as the first thing I was taught in film studies about mesonsen about framing it's not about what's in the frame as much as what's not in the frame that is how you should treat the moustache. So it's not what's in the tash. <laughs> it's not what... It's, no. out, it's what's out of the tash. Yeah, what's out of the tash. It's so it's actually tash. about the work. It was a very work. easy thing for you to yeah. do. <laughs> it was about the work outside of it. Uh, that's that's all the questions. That's all the questions. That's every single one. Does you have every... any other ones? Or that was it? No, that's me done, yeah. That's... Um, so, thank you. Um, to a hundred more, Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. 100 did take a while. I mean, you've only done 70. Well, thanks for that. Well, it will, <laughs> we will celebrate when I hit my 100. Because apparently this is an individual milestone that is just important. It's all about ratio. This is a ratio to 100. Well, we can have another 100 for 100 um, of the, the new brand of the pod. Um, but until then. Until then. <laughs> until I qualify. <laughs> 
for no, no it's no, been no, 100 no. to 100 more to 100 more keep um comment about i think comment about the live show that's a good thing comment to about start the live show comment about the i'm a celeb uh series um what about the oh oh yeah god potential, if, if you if you have any interest in something like that i mean i think it would be funny um and yeah keep commented thank you all for subscribing subscribe to the patreon we love you very much in 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 a very distant manner in a very distant sort of uh, subscribe to the patreon the content on the patreon has been better than the main episode yeah it's been it's been good i mean as far for for the amount of patrons we have we give them we give them their money we give them the bolts because also it's after we've done a main episode and if i'm drinking in the first if he's drinking then it's gold (laughs) i promise you then it's fucking gold because then you know as soon as the patreon episode not only am i too drunk to do a podcast because I've just drunk all the way through one whole and this is doing two hours yeah, but it's yeah. also knowing that the repercussions are we way less because it's 46 Cause there's 40 be- people there's 40 people we'll see it so really so the the the, the rain's really come off I'm I'm often quite dazzled by what's happening it's, it's a massive vibe change because I'm not that much more drunk than when I started but as soon as the Patreon episode starts I'm like 40 fucking people are seeing this shit what are we going to talk about today then you can't so, and will yeah. say some pretty obscene things uh, but thank you very much uh, we'll see you next week as ever as ever um, for 101 goodbye goodbye